podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful learning world, her reviews they bring. These boys and girls give people word. All the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to I'm Nana. I'm Big T. I'm Martin. I'm Stevie. And I'm Marvin. And welcome to episode 215 of Blurds R Us. As you can tell, we have a majorly full house today, but we're still going to try and be as swift and cover as much as we can. Uh, it is basically the first week of the NFL season. So obviously, you know, some of us here at Blurds R Us, or even though we're here in the UK, we are avid followers of American football and the NFL. So, you know, if you hear any of us start screaming and make some loud noises, uh, <laughs> out of course, is because we've got either a game on in the background or NFL red zone. Um, but without further ado, Marvin, it's been like a millennia since you've been here. What you've been up to in this time? Me? No, I've, I've been cool, you know. Um, I've uh, still been doing my, doing my usual stuff, doing my work. Um, uh still working in IT. I've been doing um still playing my games, watching anime and stuff like that. I haven't watched many movies recently though, to be yeah. fair. But I've been watching like watching my anime. What anime what, what anime have you been watching? Uh keeping up with uh One Piece, mm. keeping up with um I mean let, let me draw for the list in it <laughs> quickly. Let me draw for the list in it. Uh serious. But is, is, there, is there anything new? Because you mentioned One Piece and, you know, those are all like fairly, well, not old, but those are fairly long running. They're old, fam. <laughs> yeah, is, is there anything like new from this? Was it? We're in a summer slate now. Is there anything new from a summer slate that you're watching? Uh, I watched, I don't know if you have heard, um, um, I've heard of Nagatoro. I watched Nagatoro. It was quite a slice, slice of life on don't, don't, um, scored something like "Don't play with me, don't play with me, Nagatoro" or something, mm. and it's about this. It's about this um girl who who finds who finds this nerdy guy kind of attractive, and basically this nerdy guy is like a proper like introvert shy guy, and Nagatoro like basically just starts fucking with him in it, like just just annoying him and bullying him and stuff. But it's because she really likes him. But it's like slice of life, good stuff in it. But you you've probably seen the characters. Oh like, yes, this proper, is this, this is character. This is on my list to watch. This is uh, it's good. This, this good. It's funny. It's funny. It's yeah. quite funny. It's quite funny. It anime. is on my list to watch. It does look entertaining. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a funny one. I watched Nagatoro, mm. and uh, what else did I watch? I don't know why. Now of all times, yeah, my fucking my. Uh, my sticky notes are not popping up. I don't know why it's closed and, and I can't see my note list. Fail. Uh, hold on. Hey, here we go. Okay. Yeah, I, I was trying to get back into into Naruto, but that just dropped. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. When, Obviously, when, yeah. when I hopefully have kids and they're about six or seven, I plan to like do a Naruto rewatch of them. 
But till yeah, then, I, 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 well. can't be, I can't be asked. Oh yeah, let me tell you what else I've been I've been in on on to. I've been actually listening to a lot of audio books mm-hmm. recently. So I listen. I listened to. Um, I've listened to uh, a one a new audio book called The King Killer Chronicles, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's a really good book. It's um, uh, it's about this it's about this guy. It's set kind of like in like kind of like medieval times, but they have these they have these uh they they have like kind of powers in it, or they can use this this alchemy kind of stuff called um called sympathy. And it's it's about this guy who becomes like the fa- one of the most famous sympathists in the world, and he can use he can use um use alchemy to um to like do like all kind of crazy things in it, and it's basically the story of the story of his life. But it's um it's it's a good it's a good audio book. Is I would recommend highly to to um to a lot of people to to listen to it if they can. The King Killer Chronicles. I don't want to spoil it too much. Mm-hmm. It just follows. It follows the main guy, the main qu- character, Quoth. His name is, mm-hmm. and he um he gets up to a whole lot of stuff. And it basically is the story. The story is is set with him where he is now in the current day, mm-hmm. retelling his story of his life to um a master, a master like um scribe pensman. Mm-hmm. And this 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 penman basically writing down everything that that's happened to Quoth in his life. And then because he's so kind of famous uh a lot of the a lot of the things that he's done he's explaining why why there's so many like rumors and fables and tales around his name yeah. and why people have misconstrued certain things like he's done so some things he's actually done like he's um he's he's like done like some great feats like defeated demons and stuff like that and other things people thought he did them but he didn't but he just kind of lied and said yeah i might as well get the thing for this <laughs> and stuff in there but it's like nice. it's a good story i've listened i listened to that i've listened to the first two books of that the king killer chronicles right, and wait, I've wait, wait, hold, on, hold on hold on before you move on here so um for anyone that might be listening to us for the first time uh we at blurs ross have a very unique rating system we call it the chicken rating system if we think something is dead it gets bones if it's like saying then bones, sorry, and the next time is cool chicken, half chicken, three piece. Everything is the creme de la creme. It gets a whole chicken. What would you rate King Killer? A hundred percent, I'll give it um a full chicken. Yeah, a whole chicken. Like, yeah, it's good, and mm-hmm. I, I I liked it. It's because I've listened to Wheel of Time. That's mm-hmm. a really really long audio book with fourteen different books, mm-hmm. and I had patience with that. I would give that a whole chicken as well. Yeah. But King Killer Chronicles is more. It gets more to the point straight away, yeah. and they you really do like love this main character this main character like a lot he's a he's a very like he's a very passionate main character he's very like he's very headstrong and and bold and like if people if people try to like chat shit to him he'll always say something he'll always be the one to be like no nah, i'm not letting this guy get away with this i'm not letting yeah. this guy talk to, talk to me like that i'm not letting this guy and he always like on his job in it like yeah. because I, he's very prideful he's very I, prideful by his I, uh, sorry, as someone that's read the um, or listened to the Wheel of Time, what did you think of the trade, the Amazon trailer? Uh, so I've watched the Amazon trailer, and I didn't actually think it was too bad, you know. Mm. But I'm, I'm, I, I liked how the characters looked. Mm. I liked how the the presentation of the main the main um, magic system they have is called the One Power. They they they, they presented the magic system of the One Power like visually it looked pretty good in the trailer because in the books you're not supposedly be able to see the actual one power but i don't think that would make for a very like captivating visuals for people watching this uh, a show and then watching people just stare at each other with with air and stuff 
moving around them without actually being able to see it so i like how they animated the visualization of it the only thing i'm worried about is are they actually are the actors actually going to capture the the personalities of the characters and that's the main thing i'm worried about because yeah, it's, it's quite hard to do like to get them as good as the books you'd have to be pretty they'd have to be pretty good to get them as good as the books and the other thing that i'm worried about which is which is a really big red flag at the moment which might ruin the whole show oh, wow. is, it's, it's kind of a spoiler but it's not really hmm. the the story is about the wheel of time story is main the main character is supposed to be about um the young boy called rand mm-hmm. he's the main character of the show in the in the Amazon adapt, adaptation, they're saying that they're gonna follow the the, the storyline of um, Moraine, who is literally like the, she's the second main character. Yeah, because she's, she's the woman who comes and finds Rand in the first place. Mm. But a lot a large part of the story can't go on if it's just Moraine, because she like. What if, that, what if that's just the, the main character, the character. Just for season one and it's more set up to Rand? Season, season one, it can definitely be about Maureen. Mm. Even season two could be about Maureen as well. But at some point, it 100% has to transition to Rand because it's literally it's literally impossible for the story to, to be carrying on without it being about Rand. For it me. won't make any sense. It sounds like He-Man all over again. <laughs> it, won't make, it won't make any sense. I know they want to push the the the, the, the feminine agenda on this yeah. and make the main character <laughs> female, and that that stuff's great. I liked Moraine's character, but if they if they want to do the books justice, they can't have her the main character for the whole thing because it's just going to be stupid then because it's not going to make any it's not going to make any sense. Mm. But um, yeah, I like I liked it. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. Uh. And just give it a watch and see what it see what it's saying. I just hope they get the personalities of the characters right. No, um, um, there's a, one one other thing, one other audiobook I've listened to as well. I've started listening to as well. Mm. Is is um it's written by the guy who helped finish off the Wheel of Time book because the Wheel of Time author he passed away before he could release his last three books. Mm. But then there was a gentleman who's like a very famous um writer now his name is brandon sanderson and brandon sanderson basically had read all of the first 10 wheel of time books like six or seven times he was such a big fan of of robert jordan who was the writer of wheel of time Mm -hmm. and brandon sanderson finished off the books for robert jordan with the notes that robert jordan left over and the help of robert jordan's wife he actually helped finish writing those the last three books in the series of wheel of time Mm -hmm. so that shows that he's actually that good a writer but I'm listening to a Brandon Sanderson book now, and that book is called uh, Mistborn, mm-hmm. and that is uh, that is actually really good. I'm listening to at the moment as well. Nice. It's uh, it's how can I how can I say it's kind of set in a in a like in a a super like not not post apocalyptic, but like it's set in a it's set in a in an era where basically there is there is this like one huge dictator and he has taken over the whole of the world and it's to the point where everyone refers to him as a god because he's he's taken over the world and um he's he's so powerful that no one no one no one wants to oppose him no one wants to um come against him and he's got like 70 or 80 percent of the population as in slavery and all they do is just work as slaves mm-hmm. and then the other like maybe 20 percent is is like um is is like just general general workers maybe they maybe they're like tradesmen or carpenters or whatever and then the other like 10 percent is like the nobility and all the noble people and so like he's basically like got a like a monopolization on the whole on the whole planet and uh 
in this world the characters have um it's uh, they have these disabilities they can use with metals and it's like this is the sickest part about the book thomas thomas will probably like this because he loves this metal stuff yeah these characters have an ability they can use with metal yeah and uh depending on what you're talented with you can eat like a concoction of different metals and then burn it inside your stomach they call it burning and then it will give you powers basically so like um some some people eat tin and they can burn the tin inside their stomach and it increases their their sense of vision their sense of smell their sense of hearing they can um all all of their reflexes are better their sense of balance is better some people eat um eat copper and then they can oh no sorry they eat pewter and then they can increase their physical strength and then their 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 bones get harder and stronger they can run they can run for longer their stamina goes up they're physically able to like re- reduce all of their like their stamina loss and stuff like that and they're super and they're super strong uh and then some other people can there's other people the the, the, the cool one of the cool ones is people can eat copper and they can do this thing called soothing mm-hmm. which is which is like basically jedi mind trick they can kind of it, 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 um exact their kind of their presence on people yeah and, and uh basically make them make them more susceptible to being either aggressively pushed or or being like made made like uh very passive and and passive and not not very aggressive so they can they can rise and rise and drop people's emotions Okay. But in in this world, like I'll, I'll come to it quickly. In this world, there are these characters, there are these people called Mistborn, and they are they are super important because they can use all ten of the metals. So that every single ability that is available, they can use. So they can burn all of the metals. Where most people can only use one, and they can only fit into one category. These Mistborn are like super rare, and they can use uh um all of the all of the metals and use all of the powers in it. Oh yeah, I forgot about another one, which is pretty cool. There's this, there's, there's this one metal. I think it's steel. And if you eat steel, you can basically make yourself like Magneto. You can pull yourself to metal or push yourself away from metal, or you can push coins of metal to you or from you. So you can like, so like, imagine a Mistborn. He's got enhanced super strength, super vision, and high eyesight and, and hearing. Can can trick your emotions. Can pull himself to metal like Magneto. Push himself away from metal like Magneto. Like you know what I mean? Like they're super. They're super broken if they're if they're fighting in this world, isn't it? Like the misborns. Yeah. Like, it's good. It's a good book. Sounds mad. And just like me, which I'll talk about, talk about a little bit more, but it's I've seen you stream for the first time in several months. Do you yeah, want to yeah. just plug your Twitch channel? Oh, yeah, yeah. My Twitch channel is uh, twitch.tv forward slash softheartedbrown. You can catch me streaming. I'm going to try to stream a bit more next yeah, week. Fucking oh, snake. by the way, I got, I, got diamond, I got Diamond today on Apex. Apex, so... Mm. Moving up in the ranks, yeah. Nice. I ain't played Apex in ages, like I said, I haven't streamed in months because my Xbox was playing up, but it's now working. Uh, I streamed Tales of Arise for about five hours yesterday, and uh, I'm hopefully now going to be streaming a uh, lot more regularly as well. I haven't um, played. I haven't played the Tales game for so long. Oh, I love it. Um, so yeah, so we uh, the Blazerast account on Twitch is affiliated. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can give us a free sub once a month, which will give money to the show. Which uh, the first hundred pounds will probably go to the hosting the second hundred pounds if we ever get that far we'll go to maybe buying some new equipment for the 
uh, podcast and any more bonus money we might you know treat ourselves to some Nando's or something um, yeah. but yeah support the channel support the show um, it will be very much appreciated I- I'm just gonna drop I'm just gonna drop a couple more animes I watched just quickly I won't even go into it I've watched I've been watching Tokyo Revengers um, mm-hmm. guys check that out if anyone wants What's, to I think I, if, w- when, you, when you say something give your rating as well uh, no, I haven't finished it yet. Okay. I haven't finished it. For, at, at, at the moment, it's all right. I'll mm. give it like half chicken. I'm not too pulled into it. Uh, I watched one called Haito Gensu no Grimgar, and I pre- I liked that pretty much. That, that was good. I would say that uh, uh, three-quarter chicken, didn't it? Mm. I'll give that three-quarter chickens. And I'm watching the remake of Shaman King, uh, the 2021 Shaman King as well, and I'm, I'm liking that. So I'll give it that whole chicken for, just for nostalgia, it? Yeah. <laughs> are you watching that online or are you watching it on netflix because i watch it on netflix uh, netflix has only got the first uh f- i want to say i watch it online i watch, I watch all my stuff online i just go onto onto like free streaming anime yeah. sites so i'm just gonna watch it on netflix it's just easier for me to just stream but yeah, yeah, um, I've, I've enjoyed the first in a sense season on netflix um so yeah. for the nostalgia like just like you said the nostalgia yeah. um is all the characters pretty clean um, Lenny. what episode what episode are you on 20-something, 24, 23? Martin what, 20, episode, Martin, what episode are you on? 22, I'm on 22, sorry. Wait. Um, I am on, so let's check real quick. I am on episode 23. Yeah, so you guys are the same. I, I like to, I'm just going to wait for it to come out on Netflix. Um, it's just easy for me to binge that way because it's on Netflix and I'm just like, I'm always on Netflix. Um and it just it just makes my life so much easier. Um, all right, anything anything else? Uh, no, I think I'll, I'll leave it for there. And I've been talking for for a bit longer. Yeah, talking for time. All right, Stevie, what have you been up to since you've you know uh, the last time you had to leave us a little bit abruptly because it turned into World War Three at your house. Uh, hopefully, yeah. there, hopefully there was no <laughs> hopefully there was no casu- casualties. Uh, but what have you been up no, to since then? Uh, so yeah, just very quickly. Uh, um, I just you were talking about like nostalgia and that just made me think of a bizarre experience I had today. I walked into the lounge and Noah was watching fucking Hannah Montana. And I was like, what the fuck's this? What, what's going on here? Like, why have you got Hannah Montana on? And he's like, yeah, dad, don't, you don't understand. It's, it's nostalgia. And I was like, <laughs> what? <clears throat> what? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I still don't understand it. Um, but he seems to use it to, to zone out and to, to sort of chill out. Fair enough. Good for him. Um, so this week I've been working my ass off. Um, I always seem to be working my ass off these days, <laughs> but it's been a busy, busy fucking week. Um, and I will give that about a half chicken. Um, it wasn't good. It wasn't bad, but it was <laughs> not the best week. Um, Today I've been repointing my patio, and nice. I am a soft, weak human being. I've got achy mm-hmm. fingers and uh, wrists and knees, and I'm fucked basically. And that is, I give that bones. Not used to, not um, used to hard work. <laughs> it was fucking hard work. I'm just, you know, I try and exercise and everything, but I'm just not. I haven't spent the last fifteen years of my life doing manual labor yeah it's looking at a bloody screen you know it's so wild how like going to gym is so much different to doing manual labor like like maybe not now but when like 
a couple of months ago when I started getting back in, I was lifting weights. Like, I could lift a fair decent size of weights. But then you asked me to, like, lift rubble upstairs and, like, move. Yeah, because you're using your whole body, you yeah, know? It's, it's, yeah, it is, it is peak. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm murked afterwards, man. So that, that must be your, your training with the um, uh, American, American football. football must completely, like, work your entire body. Oh, yeah. that's That's just, like, going into car crashes, like... 50 times a training session and your body's just PR after that like literally the next day I'm just like I just kind of wish that you know I knew a masseuse that wouldn't charge me like a million pounds and uh, I could just um absolutely just um yeah you need you need like a rub down afterwards kind of thing just to like get the but it's one of those ones the more you do it as long as you're constantly doing it as the season goes on your body does start getting used to it. But then if you like, let's say you miss a training session and mm. then, you know, you're not the most healthiest or active guy anyway, like the next time you're back in it, your body just gets beat up again. There's just stress. <laughs> totally. totally. Yeah. It makes it that much harder to get back in it. Into no, it, it? 100%. Uh, but yeah, so um, accompanying my, my half chicken work week, um, mm-hmm. I've had a lot of red wine. <laughs> half chicken um, week. <laughs> which is and i would definitely give my all the red wine i've had this week a whole chicken mm. um uh we rewatched uh great gatsby um mm. which is one of my missus favorite like movies um and that is a bloody good movie leonardo dicaprio and that is is you know mm. he's he's well good um and then after that uh we watched what's eating gilbert great which is a pretty like depressing movie but Again, it's got Leonardo DiCaprio as like a 19 year old in it, and shit, he is amazing. He, it's got him and Johnny Depp and a fuckload of other really famous people in it. That that movie is is a really good movie. Mm. Um, whole chicken on that as well. Nice. Um, I watched my daughter was like, Oh, dad, I've, I've been listening to Daft Punk, and I was like, Oh, yeah, you know, that's, yeah. that's quite an old, quite an old band. Yes, that's that's good. Um, and uh yeah we they, she was like have you seen their anime and i was like i don't think i have actually um so, so five, 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 five. yeah that's it yeah there's the the story of the secret star system yeah and yep. um it is basically a company's daft punk's second album discovery and um it's yeah it's really cool it's, it's bizarre i think it came out in 2003 um, yeah, and it's just like a wow. basically a, like a, an adventure where these these people get s- stolen from a planet and brought back to our universe, and they, they their skin is blue and they get changed to like human color skin, and then they but they've all got like implants which keep them stop them from thinking, and they they perform and and then they didn't didn't Daft Punk do a lot of like music videos on that. With like with those uh with those characters, well yeah the entire album the whole entire has, album is it like accompanies this this um, like that theme that theme isn't it yeah 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 so every single song has got like a new section of the story which is oh okay. it is well cool yeah it's, it's yeah uh, it's really good one of my favorite um, animes of all time yeah so yeah that was a that was a, a nice surprise i was like i can't believe i've never seen this i've seen all the artwork you know like yeah as i grew up you know as i was growing up and when the music first came out and everything and but i never put the join the dots and actually watch the the, oh, watch the whole thing and I, I might need to watch that as well because i i always like the the animation of of those uh music videos but i never actually yeah. watched the whole thing now I, I don't know if you know about my 
penchant for anime, but I'm a, a I'm, I'm, I love like Ghibli um, anime. And oh, Studio Ghibli. I'm, I'm really into like detail and quality and lip syncing and all that kind of stuff. So I was watching it, like going, no, yeah, they've got to reuse that little animation there, or they've got to. <laughs> <laughs> there was a few bits where they kind of showed like um, the the same arm movement or something or whatever, but oh, okay, it, yeah. it didn't detract from the fact that it, it was. Uh, it, it's because it, the they got so much to animate sometimes, and it's just it's just time time consuming as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it, I, I, I look and their budget was like four million quid um, to do the anime, and um, but you know, like I don't know how like in two thousand and two, I don't know quite what the quality of anime was like i'm trying to think back to when when did the when did the uh, the ghibli ones come out um i should probably know this but um it, they've been around for a while haven't they but they spend like they're in, yeah but they're in a league of their own aren't they they're that literally they are, um yeah. literally no like they're notable because of the because of such the high quality they do because they push those boundaries yeah on they, yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah so that was fun and then uh, i watched this bizarre thing um last night on Amazon Prime, um, which is a documentary about a company called LuLaRoe, which I'd never heard of them, but they they went, they started in 2012, and they they grew so quickly, they're now worth $2.3 billion. Jeez. Uh, and they they basically went from, like, you know, like every month they, they, in, they expanded by 25% or something ridiculous like that. It was... It was just crazy growth, and it was because um, they were like flogging leggings and and dresses, um, but it kind of turned into a py- massive pyramid scheme, and they actually got like taken to court, and it's quite scandalous, like the way they did things. But it and it was an absolute clusterfuck from them being a little tiny business making good money and selling, getting people to sort of like sell their products, to then suddenly turning into this like billion dollar business or a million millions of dollars initially and they had like their entire family were running running the different departments and totally kind of like incompetent and like it, it just not not really like you know educated enough to actually do do the job um but that was well interesting i'm, I'm uh it's a four series documentary a four four episode series and I'm two episodes in, and I can't wait to see what the next two episodes are, are going to chuck up because it almost feels like the Tiger King thing, where each episode you're like, Tiger King "Holy fuck! Like, what is coming next?" Yeah, Tiger King was absolutely brilliant. I loved it. There was just yeah, like, no, it was yeah. I've, I, everyone was talking about it, and then I was just like, I don't know why everyone's making such a hype about this. Then I watched the first episode, and I saw how much of a mad dog that Joe Exotic was. And I said, yeah, <laughs> Understand. I fully understand why people want to watch this now. I'm, def- I'm definitely going to watch it. And then I watched the second episode and I realized how much he hated Carol Baskin. And I was like, oh, fucking Carol Baskin. Everything in life, everything in life that's ever been wrong with life is Carol Baskin. That's Carol Baskin. That's all you it, need to know. It was just the, the, the level of like insanity that every single episode something yeah. new would come would be would be added to the mix he actually just had like, a crazy life in it he actually had a yeah super crazy life doing his kind of like presidency or his senator thing yeah fucking someone in someone in in his thing committed suicide oh like, that was nuts yeah, yeah was like and the kid the woman got a hand bitten off as well didn't she yeah she got a hand bitten off 
that he burnt down the whole the whole crocodile and allotment thing for insurance. Like, yeah. This guy's just nuts, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Anyone who hasn't seen Tiger King, just watch Tiger King documentary. It's brilliant. It's actually mm. I heard there's something um, new coming out or something about that. There's meant there's to be a movie. Point. I'm sure I saw an advert for like Carol Baskin's final word or something like that. Oh, <laughs> She wants to set the record straight. Right. Out of everything you guys mentioned, though, I think his biggest, um, uh, the biggest crime he committed was his music career. Like, those songs oh, yeah, were fucking he making jokes. Song, like. uh, <laughs> no, he made songs about Carol Baskin, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's mad. I forgot he about He made this proper dish tracks about her when, too, oh, Do you remember when everyone was... was <clears throat> Was uh remixing the Megan the Stallion Savage song to Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin <laughs> killed her husband, whacked him. That <laughs> it didn't happen. Fed him, to, fed him to tigers, they snacking. Carol Baskin. That was so sick. I think I think he was such good meme meme material. Yeah, definitely. Joke, like, brilliant yeah, meme material. Definitely. Um. Yeah. Um. I can't. Steve, um, you're done. Yeah. I'm done, I'm done. I can't uh, remember who I said was yeah. to go next after CV, if I'm being brutally honest. So, between Martin and Big T, who wants to go first? Oh, I'll go first. Um, cool. So, my week has just been me replaying Rome 2. Um, it's still a fun game to play. Right now, I'm playing as Carfish, so all of the elephants and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been watching Golden Girls. Um, I've been watching it for the past month. Um, yeah, really, really good CV series. Um Ahead of its time. I mean, the stuff that they talk about, themes that they talk about, um, you know, we still hear about them in sort of sitcoms being referenced in sitcoms and other things. So, yeah, it's a really good series. Um, like, examples are things like um, dementia, euthanasia, um, what's it called, being gay, etc., etc. So, yeah, really good stuff. Really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've also been watching some anime. Um, I've been on top of all my anime um, for this week, but I'm watching things like Shaman King, Tokyo, um, Revengers, um, um, Spirit Chronicles, etc., etc. So, mm. yeah, that's been my week, basically. Oh, yeah, and also go to the gym. Um, I've been massively, heavily going to the gym again, so, yeah, that's fun. Uh, I, I need to go to gym tomorrow. Get them, gym. get them games, my brother, get them games. Mm. Yeah, I need to go to the gym. I just need to do cardio for the next two months, and then straight from my leg and then hopefully get back to do some weights again. Uh, Big mm. T, what have you been up to? Um, Boy, what have I been up to? Not much. Again, just working and being a dad, basically. A mm-hmm. um, couple of stuff that I've watched, though. Um, we obviously, we spoke last week about the Rick and Morty uh, season finale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I haven't watched that. that. Oh, you haven't watched it? I was trying to really watch it. I was trying to catch up with all the episodes. I watched like four episodes mm. of, the, of the thing. I think I've got like one more left. Mm-hmm. But I haven't watched the, mm. the finale, in it. The last what one do I you watched. think? Oh, the one that seems the season five episode. so far. I like, yeah. I like the first half of season five better than the second half, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Is it? But it's been, it's been good. I, I, uh, I, think they, I think they're keeping it up good. I think it's hard. I think people need to give them more credit than, than they get. For like actually keeping like things consistently and coming up Ooh. with creative ideas and coming up with like different angles on 
on I feel like this season the one the main thing I noticed this season for Rick and Morty is that I don't know if it's a different Rick but it feels like Rick isn't as OP in this season just so the other characters can do stuff in it yeah, yeah. he he He's in the other seasons. He's been nigh omnipotent, basically a god, <laughs> and literally just been able to do whatever the fuck he wants at any moment, and it, and just resolve resolve everything. But in this season, it seems like Summer gets a bit more screen time. Morty's doing a bit more stuff and yeah. saving people. Like yeah, it's actually a, uh, a bit more. It's actually a bit more like a bit more of the character development. <laughs> but I think it's. I think, I've liked the season. I think it's been good. Mm. I think that's always been one of the good things about Rick and Morty is though is obviously it's funny and yeah that, that it's got like unique takes on um like sci-fi tropes especially like mm. you said I think the first half of season five was better than the second half mm. um again like the, some of the early episodes had some really good concepts yeah. uh, but the finale I think really like picked it up um okay. we've been waiting a couple months for these last two episodes we thought it was going to be like there was a lot of speculation about this live action stuff because obviously we've got um christopher lloyd in the, in the trailer but i guess that was just promotion like rick and morty do a lot of promotion where um different styles of animation and like like stop stop motion and puppetry and just different styles of, of hand-drawn animation and in their um, promotion so i think this was just another version of that i don't think well, obviously, as it turns out, it wasn't anything to do with the actual finale. We didn't get any live action from it at all. Um, I did like that we actually got a confirmed backstory from uh, Rick. And um, again, M Marvin, you haven't seen it, so I don't want to get into too much spoilers. Mm. But um, we got a confirmed backstory from Rick, uh, mm. which we've kind of seen bits of before. Mm. Uh, I think there was one where they were going through like his memories or his dreams or something. Yeah, that's the one. They found that's the episode. Huh? Yeah, that's the one that they were in a diner and he kept talking about his one source and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the most. Okay, that's like wow. the most important <laughs> funny episode. You know, Do you know that's the episode when I realized Rick is actually a fucking troll. The Sesman Source one, <laughs> but it's like they finally get into actually ask a question seriously, and they're like, "Why do you do all this shit that you do? Why are you like jumping through galaxy to galaxy? Why are you trying to like just create different worlds and stuff?" And he says, "It's to find fucking Sesman Source from like nineteen eighty five from Mulan Sesman Source." And I was just like, "This guy's trolling, man." Yeah. But I kind of think that he's being serious as well. Like that's what, that's what I don't get now. Like this guy, you can't tell. You can't tell. Well, again, you'll you'll see in the season finale. But aspects of his backstory in that episode turned out to be true, oh. um, and they kind of expand on it. They kind of go through his whole backstory. He's basically Kang. Like he's Kang the Conqueror, basically. Yeah. Like, in yeah. This universe. I got. Like, I got we've even got. He's been to bed different universes and he always manages to like take over. I got that much, isn't it? Yeah. What I liked was though is that he obviously he's like known as the Rickest Rick. Like he's the the one amongst the whole like multiverse that mm. even like even other Ricks kind of look out, watch out for this Rick. Do you know what I mean? But I yeah. liked that I liked that within the multiverse, this infinite um possibilities, he's not like 
the first Rick, if that makes sense. Like once he starts getting into stuff, yeah. there are already like other Ricks doing their thing in the multiverse, and mm. he kind of just works his way up through the Rick kind of like hierarchy, I guess. And it's it's really cool. Like it it's it plays out like in a montage kind of thing, mm. but I think it's very well executed. You you get it. You know what I mean? And it's kind of deep, and it it also kind of um, like brings a conclusion to the evil Morty um, storyline that's been going on, oh. and we get his kind of backstory as well. And like, it's interesting because just just to no... cut you quickly, is this the <clears throat> final final season of Rick and Morty? They're not going to make any more episodes after this, or is they going to? No, they no. they they've just signed a deal with whichever network there are, I think Adult Swim, to do, yeah. like, I think they've got at least, like, another five seasons coming. Oh, yeah, really? we've got oh, quite a few. Yeah, we've, we've, they've, they've got a deal to, to create a lot. But the way this season ended could, like, lead to... It, it could have been the end, do you know what I mean, the way this season ended. Um, and I don't know how this is going to affect the next season going forward and stuff. Um, if like it's going to be kind of like a soft reboot or if it, it will have any effect at all. Or, do you know what I mean? I don't know. They, Rick and Morty is quite meta sometimes and they can address like episodes and stuff like that. So I, I don't know. We'll see where that goes. But there, there's been theories like surrounding Evil Morty and Rick and all that and the fact that um, the Rick and Morty, the Morty we see with Rick in the show wouldn't might not have been his original Rick, uh, his original Morty. Yeah. Um, if you look at the opening credits, there's one scene where Rick and Morty are running from these yeah, like that's, that's the scene frog, that everyone wants to know, isn't frog, it? Yeah. frog things, and Morty falls over, and, and then Rick jumps into a portal and leaves him. Yeah. Um, mm. So there's been a lot of speculation that that was Evil Morty, and he was Rick's original Morty, mm. and that's why he wants revenge on him. Because he, he left him for dead. But that turns out not to be the case. Uh, I won't go into what it is. I'll, I'll, I'll let you watch it, Marvin. But what no, actually no, went no, was sorry, quite... screw Marvin. Go into it because I'm I'm confused about like, how episode 9 and 10 went. Um, what? I want to watch it. What do you mean, screw Marvin? Bro, what? Just, bro uh, Marvin, we, we had if a... you want to mute, mute, mute the convo for a sec then. Let me yeah, break it down. And then, you were and told then from like a week ago of what was going to be involved uh, on uh, this episode. You had more than enough time to watch the shit. Yeah. At least I'm trying to, I'm I, trying to become a, a diamond god on Apex. Did you, did you yeah, watch anything on the list? No. So you can at least watch one of the what? films. How do you know I didn't go? Do you know oh. I did. I watched Rick and Morty. What do you mean? Yeah, I watched, you watched, watched five episodes. episodes. <laughs> Wait, exactly. You suck, man. I watched Rick and Morty. Yeah. And I watched Big the Matrix trailer. Meet yourself then, innit? Because I want to hear some explanation. Because for me, um, I would give this overall season about a free piece. I haven't loved it as much as previous seasons. Uh, I will fully agree mm. that the first half was a lot better than um, the second half. And uh, like I said, for me, I, I'm I'm a little bit confused to like what's going on. All with, right, all right. I'll, with, I'll mute. I'll mute in it. Just yeah. type, just type in the chat when you lot are ready. Yeah, yeah it will, it'll be in the pod, podcast related notes section. So yeah, you can chill in there for a bit. All right, Big T, explain the ending to me because I was confused. Uh, well, yeah, I. As it turns out, mm. the, the Rick that we watch in the show, he never even had an original Morty. Do you know what I mean? He's never had a Morty. He must have picked one up along the, the way somewhere. Mm -hmm. And 
because in another episode, um, there's like I think another the the first Evil Morty episode where he's got like the Rick robot thing under control, um, and they look through Rick's memories again, like just quickly flashing through. And there's one of Rick holding a baby Morty, um, but that wouldn't have been possible if Rick had been gone from uh, Beth's life for how many years and then just come back. He wouldn't have been there for Morty growing up. So everyone assumed um, he had a different Morty, but it turns out he never even had his own Morty. That baby Morty we saw in his memories must have been a different universe that he went to because I think... I th yeah, he must have taken over another universe to see that baby Morty. Yeah, he and, uh, before before he came to this one, because in the end you see him kind of take the place of another Rick, um, yeah. and that's when he goes back into Beth's life and takes takes over that role and blah 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 and so forth. But um, yeah, so it, that was interesting because, like I said, a lot of people had their theories didn't turn out to be right, and they managed to come up with something different, but. I still think was kind of cool. Like, like I said, he reminded me of Kang, the way how he like discovered multi-dimensional stuff and then found other Ricks doing it and they kind of came together and Rick was one of the founders of the, the Citadel of Ricks. Do you know what I mean? As much as he hates it now, he was one of the creators of it. Um, so I thought all of that was pretty cool. Um, so his backstory is obviously his wife and... Beth, as a child, I think, were killed, like they died or something. Yeah, um, well, one of those obviously, uh, alternate reality um, Yeah. Ricks. Oh, yeah, by mm -hmm. an alternate reality Rick. So then he yeah. goes on a mission to find that Rick and get revenge on him and stuff. Um, but obviously... Oh. That was just an awful time to get a phone call, wasn't it, you little fuck? Because <laughs> um, I'm getting you to explain what's going on. I... Mine, you seem to also have sorry, a... Sorry, I'm back. I'm back. Right. Go ahead. Um, yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, so obviously since his wife and Beth as a child died, mm -hmm. there was never a Morty in his universe and he went off looking for revenge from this Rick that killed his, um, his family mm -hmm. and then obviously that's what led to him being this notorious Rick amongst all the, the other Ricks in the multiverse. Um, but no, I, I thought it was really cool. And then obviously the evil Morty's backstory... Was um, obviously that he basically just had enough of, of of Rick. Like he's not even necessarily evil. Like he may have done some evil things, but he just had enough of Rick. He figured out that Rick has actually sectioned off every universe where Rick and Morty basically exist. Mm -hmm. uh, he's sectioned that off from the rest of the multiverse. So the multiverse is obviously infinite. So there's so much more than what they've got access to and basically what evil morty wanted to do was to break through that barrier and get out into the multiverse and find a universe where there's no rick basically mm, yeah. um and, and that's what we saw in the end so okay. that's why i think the new season could be a soft reboot it could be following morty out in the universe without a rick or it could still be following our rick and morty and just now there's more universes that he can you can visit, like I don't know, or it might have no repercussions at all. Do you know what I mean? It is a, it's a, it's a meta cartoon, so they can do what they want, really. But I agree with you. I think as the Caesar as a whole sits on a three piece. Mm -hmm. um, it, the early part of it was really good. It had potential to be a whole chicken, but 
it dipped a bit in the middle and then I think it, it was kind of saved with this finale, even though it was kind of anticlimactic having waited all that time. Mm-hmm. If I think if it was just released week by week with the rest of the episodes, it probably would have been received better. I think it, it was hyped up too much. So for me, um, I didn't even realise it was like Rick and Morty had went on some like two week, I mean like a two month break. I just was like, oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't something that I was clamoring for for each week. And I don't know, like watching the eight episode eight and nine and 10 year, it kind of made me miss so the opposites. <laughs> like yeah. I was like I kind of I kind of wanted like a wall episode I was like you know you know what I mean it, it, it did make me think like oh I can't wait for another season or so episode and the funny thing is that with certain episodes yeah I think both seasons we gave them maybe like three pieces but yeah. I think like not having it has just made me want it if that makes sense yeah Absence has made your heart grow fonder. Yeah. No, I think I think it's definitely grown on us. I think obviously because it was new, mm. it didn't it hadn't cemented itself now. But having had two seasons, I think it's 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 grown on me as well. Like I can't wait for another season. But I still feel like Rick and Morty is like it's the original. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. still to me, it's the superior one. It's like the Simpsons and Futurama. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I, I I fully agree with you. That obviously mm. Rick and Morty is still the superior one, but it just like I was watching, I was like, oh, I kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see a crossover. Mm, I would love to. That would be amazing. But yeah, anyway, so I, uh, uh, yeah, that was that was Rick and Morty for me. I don't know if anyone else has anything they want to say. Just that of Rick and Morty stuff. Um, the actual like I don't know unified universe that Rick had was basically so that. So in addition to both him and Morty existing in the same universe, mm. it also meant that he was a bit of a of, of like a god in um in the multiverse because Rick would always have like a one up on someone or whatever. So basically, he was like in control of his own destiny almost. Mm-hmm. Um, which is actually something that they mentioned earlier on in um the previous season when they went to the psychiatrist about him wanting um about Rick wanting to always be in control and stuff like that. That's why he turns up to a pickle and whatnot because he could, because, you know, mm. he, he's trying so hard to prove that God doesn't exist. And he says, look, I could do this, blah, blah, who, who is God? Um, so the thing is, well, that, we now see why it, is, why it is that he's able to do that. So I thought that was really interesting and a lot of it harking back, like we've already mentioned to um, previous episodes, um, like flashbacks and things like that. So yeah, um, but like you, like everyone said, um, I'm giving this... Uh, Three piece, um, again for the exact same reasons you guys gave. Mm. That's fair enough. I like the um, the two crows anime. That was cool. Yeah, that was that's pretty. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that section was quite funny. Yeah. And the little theme tune and everything. That was jokes. Yeah, that was entertaining. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, so that was that was Rick and Morty. What else have I been watching? Um, I watched. Uh, I don't know if you wanted to save this for the main event or if it's all right now, but I watched Monsters. Yeah, yeah, no, just uh, talk about the, the Monsters and stuff now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I watched Monsters at Work and um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I would, I think it, it takes a while, it took a while for me to get into it mm-hmm. because I originally wanted to see like more of Mike and Sully. I thought it would be their story continued, which 
it kind of was, but they kind of took more of a like a side characters yeah. to the the main the main group. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't I wasn't like very pleased with that at the start, but the the group grew on me just mm-hmm. like they grew on the main character Tyler. Yeah, I feel like by the end of the show, like I'd I'd really like grown yeah. to like these characters. Yeah. Like you get them, you get what they're about. So mm-hmm. when they when they do things like in character, it makes you laugh. And, yeah. Um, the, the the Duncan like, the Duncan as a supervisor episode was probably my favorite. Duncan as oh the the guy with the eyes yeah he he when you did him as a supervisor, supervisor yeah that was good day, that was probably like my favorite episode of the season mm. I did kind of fall in and out of sleep in some of them but I did watch all of it uh, mm. I'm gonna give it a, you know, a respectable half chicken you know half chicken yeah. Yeah, I'll agree. I, I'd give it a half chicken as well. I think there were episodes that were like three piece and stuff. Like I said, I yeah. think some of the late, I think as it went on, the episodes got better. Yeah. So uh, I, um, I did find myself laughing at some of the dumb jokes and some of the stuff that was happening. Like the fact that, uh, was it Rose and Rose or whatever? And he was just yeah. like, you're just the same. You just change clothes. And like, <laughs> that, that made me laugh. Um, yeah, that's then, funny. I like Mike's Mike's comedy class at the end yeah. of every episode. And then I thought I, that was a nice little thing at the I, end. I, I liked that we finally got to meet Dave. And it was yeah. like the, the, the heaven episode that that made that was funny. Quite, quite a bit. Yeah, that was funny. And 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 the, um, the little monsters episode where the where the kids came in. Mm. I thought that was a pretty good episode. Um, and I like that they referenced both. Monsters Inc. and Monsters University, mm-hmm. um, like they referenced how they came up through the um, uh, through like the mail room and worked their way up to the scare floor. Yeah, and now they now they own the company, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also reference um, Monsters Inc. with the episode where the Abominable Snowman mm-hmm. makes his appearance. Yeah, they kind of get to the bottom of why he was banished in the first place, and it was because he discovered the that main villain from Monsters Inc. with his scare machine, the scare extractor. Mm-hmm. The abominable snowman must have discovered it, and that's why he got banished. So since they cleared that up, he was able to come back. So I like that they wrapped up um, that kind of plot. Mm-hmm. Like that was one of the only like hanging threads from the original movie. Yeah. Um, I like that, um, but no, I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I think as a whole, yeah, it gets a free pe- um, half chicken. It's mm-hmm. a it's a high half chicken though. It's on the best yeah, side yeah, of half yeah. chicken. But it just to me, Monsters Inc. and Monsters University are two of the best Pixar movies. Like, and as a as it, as its own franchise, it's kind of the most consistent. Mm-hmm. Like one and two were both really high quality. Whereas if you look at a lot of other ones. Even like legendary, like classic ones, like Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. Then you look at a sequel, Finding Dory. It just doesn't bang the same way. And yeah, no. Like Monster, Monster um, Incredibles and then Incredibles Two, I thought wasn't as good. Even Toy Story, like, wasn't as consistent. Like Toy Story was amazing. Mm-hmm. Toy Story for me, uh, Toy Story Two for me, kind of dipped. And then Toy <laughs> Story Three. <laughs> Sorry, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. <laughs> Didn't tell Marvin to come back. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, someone let him know, man. Uh, yeah, a message. Hopefully, he, see, he sees it. 
<laughs> oh, I, was, I was just like, hold on, something doesn't feel right. Yeah. And I was like, why does of something course. not feel right? And I was like, holy shit, <laughs> we ain't told Marvin to come back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was bare cracking up to myself. Oh shit! Yes. Oh gosh! Yeah, now getting back, man. Getting back. Um, yeah, sorry. Continue. Um, yeah. What, what was I saying? I can't remember. I've lost what I thought I was saying now. But yeah, um, monsters at work. Yeah, I thought it was very good. I thought it got better as it went on. I'm looking forward to maybe more seasons. Um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I haven't got much more to say on that. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah, move on to your next one. Um, so, sticking with Pixar, I also watched Dog Days, um, which is a collection of shorts about the dog Doug from uh, the movie Up. Um, so, obviously, the old guy from Up like adopts Doug as his pet. Uh, they find a new house, and then it's just basically just little stories, little funny stories about them in the house. Uh, I thought it was quite good. I'd, again, I'd probably give it a half chicken. Uh, it's, it's, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, um, it wasn't bad. It was good. It, it held my attention. It's good that they were short. Um, there's only like. I found they got better as they went on. Yeah, same. I, I found that they went better as they as it gone on as well. So I like the I interactions with him and the squirrel. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminded me of like Tom and Jerry. Yeah, I've, yeah, that that one. One. I've got a question. Yeah, because oh. the episode two. The one with the, yeah. the the puppies, yeah. I feel like yeah. I've seen that. Was that maybe a short in like another Pixar movie or? I don't know. Uh, I no, I don't think so. Because I feel Do like you. I've watched that episode. Like everything about it, I was like, I've seen this. Oh, the Matrix, man. The Matrix. <laughs> you, you've been through this before. Fair enough. It's a, it's deja vu. It's a glitch. I'm really. The um, they changed something. I really like the the one with the smell, where he found found the fire. I found yeah, fire, yeah. That, that that one was for me. That was a cool. turning point. Where I, I like the and, visual represent. I like the visual representation of what he could smell, and yeah. when there was one he didn't recognize, like it was just some fuzzy kind of like scribble. I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. pretty clever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I I liked it as a half chicken. I liked that they brought the boy scout kid back for I think it was for the finale mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's right, yeah. that was quite cool um, I like the episode where he was told to guard the bird seed yeah and that's funny he like you have to be very specific with him because he ended up guarding the bird seeds from the birds which yeah. is hilarious <laughs> um, but yeah man like, I, 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 say, I like I like the a, character obey, of obeying is hard or, so, or, so yeah. like, or, or pretending, pretending to obey is hard to obey yeah. is hard <laughs> I like that's the thing, right? He's so sweet and endearing. Like, he may be annoying and clumsy and shit, but his heart is in the right place and yeah. he wants to be a good boy. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I like, I like the, like, his, um, his dialogue. Colin Murray is very. Sorry, guys. Huh? I have returned. I have returned. The Iceman is fine. Sorry, guys. Uh, I, I felt a chill. Yeah. I felt a chill yeah. run up. Yeah. yeah. I was there to score a touchdown. Colin Murray threw a sick uh, touchdown. So, apologies for that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no. The, um, the last thing I'll say about Doug Days is obviously the guy that does the voice of the old man obviously passed away last week. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Uh, just before the show came out, so that was that's pretty sad. And he's quite an iconic voice actor as well. I think he did 
the voice for uh, J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man cartoon, like the classic 90s yeah. Spider-Man cartoon. I think he did J. Jonah Jameson. So, yeah, he was he was a big voice actor. He's a bit, uh, sad loss. Um, but, yeah, no, I think um, I think this is a good... A good way to keep his memory. I don't know if they, I don't know if that means they can't do any more now because obviously they don't have him as a voice actor yeah. unless the um, the Boy Scout <laughs> adopts him and takes him to the house and then they do it that way. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, moving on. The last thing I wanted to talk about that so I've seen, um, I finally got around to watching Don't Breathe, um, okay. the horror movie about uh, three people breaking into the house of a blind man mm -hmm. who turns out to be ex-military and basically stalks them and hunts them in his house. Yeah. Um, He's got a key, but, hasn't he? That's, a second, uh, that's the second one. Well, yeah, the second one, um, he, he he has a daughter. Or, oh, that's what they've been plugging right now. Is that right? Yeah. The, yeah, the don't breathe too. Like, right. Fuck, I need to see it, this. Yeah, no, definitely. I would recommend you see it. I watched Don't Breathe 2 as well. I watched both of them. Um, I would give them both a free piece mm -hmm. uh, for, for different reasons. So they've kind of done what um, uh, the Purge movies have done, where they've taken the first movie as a horror movie and then realized this might be better served as an action franchise. So the second movie is basically an action film. Like It's like Taken or something like that. Um, so basically the first movie, uh, it's a couple of interesting things that is produced by Sam Raimi, which was interesting. Uh, the first one stars an actress called Jane Levy, who was the main actress in the evil dead reboot, which again was produced by Sam Raimi and original, the original movie was directed by Sam Raimi as well. Um, the blind man, the old blind guy is Stephen Lang, who was the, like the, the general guy in Avatar. You know, like the, the soldier general. Oh, guy. yeah, him. Oh, yeah, he's broken. Yeah. Huh? I said that guy was broken. Yeah, exactly. And he's broken in this. He's basically... The one who fights him in the mech at the end of the Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's basically, he's basically blind, but he's like, he's sick. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's it's not... How is this a horror movie? A horror movie about a, a man that's a military blind man just murking guys, Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's the, the way they pull it off is actually done quite well. Like, it is quite scary at times. I guess like, it's just ten I guess the, it's just tension at the end of the day. It's isn't tension, it? yeah, exactly. Because like, because he can't see, but he can. He obviously can hear you. Like, there are moments where like they'll be in the room with him, and they'll like you. Just, they just have to not move and like don't breathe, like don't make a sound, and he'll be like looking, walking past them or looking for them, and it's it was really well done. Do you know what I mean? Like. Um, they they managed to make him look scary and vulnerable at the same time. If that makes sense, like because he's some old blind guy, like his eyes looked quite scary. Like they was all whited out, and he he got blinded in the war by like an explosion and shrapnel hitting his eyes. So they're kind of like scarred just, up as is well. Is he just like psychopathic or something now? Well, why basically, he, the why story he just is. The story is he um, had a daughter and his daughter got run over by someone in their car and she died. Yeah. Um, and then when it went to court, the woman who was driving the car that ran over his daughter and killed her got found not guilty. So oh, yeah. she got away with it. Like it was an accident, but yeah. she didn't face any, any like um, 
punishment. Like, right, yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? So he basically, <laughs> um, all right, without getting into spoilers, he basically seeks his own form of revenge on that woman. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But it's it's an ongoing form of revenge, if that makes sense. But there is an end in sight. Like he he basically says, "All right, you took away my daughter." You have to give me another daughter, basically. Oh, wow. So, well, I know what that means. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, wow. So, yeah. So he's got her like in his basement, and he said, like, once, like, nine months from now, <laughs> oh, you can go. You're free, in it. Like, go bounce. Like, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to do anything. Just give me another daughter, in it. So, no. yeah, it's a bit nuts. Do you know what I mean? And there is a moment. Again, I'm trying not to spoil things, but there's a moment right, where... Honest, who's actually going to go see this? If, if, like, I'm not going to go see this, innit? But if uh, there's others are going to see it, then uh, then obviously carry on with your no-spoiler review, innit? But if there's anyone here or listening, just give them a spoiler warning and then just go into it. Okay. All right. Well, spoilers from now then, because d- there's just a few... Basically, just before I get into spoilers then, mm. first one... It's a it's a it's a good concept movie. Mm. It, it, it does work as a horror the way they pulled it off. The second one is much more of an action movie. They like the the blind guy is like, for lack of a better word, the monster. Do you know what I mean? The evil of this movie is who they're running from. He's he's the scary thing. In the sequel, he's the hero. Um, and there are people that they've tried to put in it that are even worse than him. Um, and like we said in the first one that's his backstory with his daughter getting killed in the second one he manages to adopt <laughs> for lack of a better word adopt another little girl mm-hmm. and he's raising her as his daughter so when people come to try and kidnap her he basically turns into taken do you know what i mean he, yeah. he oh. like it, it, yeah do you know what i mean he comes for them and it's like an action movie like that Mm. So two very different movies. The first one, he is quite realistic still. Mm-hmm. Like he's blind, so if he hears you, he knows where you are. But he, he, but like he knows the general area you are. Mm. So he can like come for you. But he's not like in the second one. He's daredevil. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah. just daredevil. How, how old is he? Is he, is he must be kind of young still. No, he's like no, he's an old guy. Yeah, he's, he's an old, old guy. He's an old old guy, and he's yeah. that scary. Jesus. Yeah, man. Trust me. He's sick. He's hench, you know. He's actually oh, hench. Dude. Like when you see his arms out, he's hench. Like oh, man. I don't like he'd be a that good guy, old man, Logan. You know what I mean? oh, okay, okay. He he would be a very good old man, Logan. I would I would definitely watch that. But um, yeah. So the second one has kind of amped him up a bit. Like there's, like I said, in the first one, they'll make a noise and he'll like shoot in their direction, but he'll miss as well as maybe like hit them in the shoulder or something yeah. like it's realistic like that in this one there's a moment where like he's lying on the floor and like there's like water all on the floor and he's just lying there it looks like he's out or dead or something mm-hmm. and three guys walk in and because they're walking in the water they're making ripples so you see the ripple go and as soon as the ripple touches his fingertips you know he jumps up 
and shoots, bam, 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 and like gets oh, all three of them. Oh, he's got guns as well. I thought he was just smoking them with his bare hands. Nah, he's got, he's got guns, he's got knives, he's got no, weapons. He's, like, he's a guy, mad. isn't it? He sounds But mad. that's what I'm saying. Like, it's more fake <laughs> than that. His, his abilities are heightened. He's actually like Daredevil. Mm. There's a oh, moment yeah. where he like, where he puts like a bell into someone's mouth and like, bams it like down their throat. So when they move, like the bell dings, so he knows exactly where that person's oh, head is. So the moment they try and run, he just dashes a knife straight at the at the sound of the bell and gets him in the head. So that's what I'm saying. Like he basically is dead <laughs> in the second one. Like he's fake. No, he's, he's fake. not just dead devil, blood. He's fucking bullseye as well. If he's dashing knives, he's about. bullseye. Like, do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> fake, bro. It's fake. But all right. Okay, I'm, I'm, I won't get into too much. I don't really need to get into spoilers then, to be honest. I'm going to leave it there now. But what I will say is there were some, like, continuity kind of... In, in trying to make it an action movie and making him the hero rather than a horror movie villain, mm. they've kind of made him look more sympathetic. So, like, his eyes in the first one, like I said, they were whited over and scarred up. He looked quite scary. Mm. In this one... They're not white, like you can see his pupils, they're not as scarred up, like he looks a lot more like he, he doesn't look as scary. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um there's a kind of a few things as well where like you, you I I when I was watching through it, I took it as continuity errors, but it could just be maybe character development or something like that. Mm-hmm. So like in the first one, he says a line which I wrote down because I thought it was sick. He says so he says something like, men can achieve anything once they accept there is no God. I was like, oh my day. So you're basically saying the only reason men don't do certain things is from the fear of God. Yeah. If they accept there's no God, they can do anything. <laughs> like, you, you do, there's no morals. There's no fear of, of repercussion. Men can do anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's his mentality. Yeah. He doesn't believe in God. But then in the second one, he says to his daughter, like, because he's obviously mentoring his daughter and raising her, mm. he says, don't take anything for granted uh, or God will take it away from you. And then she asks him, so is God bad? And he says, no, God is fair. So I'm like, but in the first one, like, yeah. you oh, said no, there's yeah. no God and that you yeah. can do anything and you don't give a fuck. And now you better be careful because God will take it away. Mm. Again, it could be character development. It could just be like, all right, he's, he he's seen the error of his ways and he does want to, like he does believe in a God now and he's trying to be a better guy. But to me, watching them back to back, maybe was kind of jarring. Um, There's also a moment in the first one, like I said, he wants the woman to give him another baby in it. Yeah. Yeah. But then without getting spoiled, there's a moment where that responsibility falls on the main actress in this movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so he's got her in the basement and he's basically, he's, he, he says, I'm not a rapist. Yeah. Don't worry. Like he explains everything. He's like, you're going to give me my daughter now, mm. but I'm not a rapist. I'm not going to rape you and pulls out like a container of his, of his sperm, warms it up, <laughs> gets out like one of those turkey basters. In, in, insemination. Bring- that's still, huh? that's still rape. Bruh. Still kind of rape. That's still kind of rape. That's still kind of rape. That's still rape. And like he proper like cuts her, cuts her up her trousers, like cuts like a light. You 
No, like when people like, like treating them like, like they that they impregnate the cows, blood. That's yeah, that's yeah. Mad. You know, like when, when people squat down, yeah, and like rip their trousers. Yeah. So there's like a lion rip. He basically cuts Captain like all that, the time, yeah? Yeah. so that he <laughs> so that he can like turkey baste her with his cum. And then, oh like, <laughs> she, she manages to get over anything else on that line. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so she, anyway, I won't get into the details of it, but yeah. in the second one, in this, he, like I said, he said, he, I agree, it is still rape. Like, it is still, 100%. like, <laughs> it's not, it's still like, it's not good. Do you know what I mean? It's still basically rape, right? Yeah. But he doesn't believe it to be rape. His way of justifying it is, I'm not going to rape you. I'm just going to inseminate you, yeah? yeah? But then in the second one, there's a moment where he kind of, like, has a bit of a breakdown and, like, says to his daughter, like, oh, I'm a bad father. I've killed. I've And then he says, I've killed and I've raped. And, again, I don't know if that's a continuity error or if it's just him, like, Accepting, accepting. Okay, yeah, yeah. I like even that was rape. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like I've, I've done some fucked up shit. So yeah, I don't know. I, you could, like I said, you could just put it down to um, character development and stuff. But I don't know. For me, watching him back to back, the first one, like I said, he's the horror villain. In the second one, he's meant to be the hero. But after just watching him try and turkey based a woman with his cum, <laughs> it was hard to accept him as a hero of, yeah. of a movie. No matter how bad they made out the villains of the second <laughs> one to be, like, you, you, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you ain't got really much leeway to work with there, innit? No, nah, you don't. Do you know what I mean? You don't. But, yeah. Can I um, can as I much as. Exactly. Like, in this. They, they, because in the first one, he's just up against like these young people, like they're not trained or nothing. They just want to break into his house and steal some money. Whereas in the second one, the villains are like ex soldiers. Do they all, so do they like, all deserve, as well. do they all deserve to be dying for breaking into his house? Well, that's the thing. It plays, that's why it's so good is that it plays on your emotions in that they break into his house. And so there's three of them there's, there's the chick, her man. And like another guy who's basically friend zoned. Um, the main guy, her man, he's like a fucker, isn't it? Like he's a prick. Like he deserves what he gets. But the other two are a bit more sympathetic, and you can kind of see the desperate position they're in in their life and why they would want to steal. Because apparently he's got a large amount of money in his house. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hurt anyone. They just want the money. Whereas the the boyfriend came with a gun just in case, do you know what I mean? And he doesn't care. He's willing to hurt people. So when he gets it, you're like, yeah, fuck it. He deserves it. But then then when he's hunting the other two, you're kind of like, well, like, rah, you're going a bit in. Like, I get it. You're just defending your house. So you're like, yeah, they do kind of deserve it. They broke into your house. Like, they bought this on themselves. But then when you find out about the woman he's got trapped in the basement and his like his syringe of, of, of bus, like he kind of turn, <laughs> he kind of turns into the bad guy and you're like, you don't know who to root for, do you know what I mean? But yeah, it yeah. ends it ends very satisfying. Like the ending is very good. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. And then um it leads into the second one. Um Sorry, um, it leads into the second one. So yeah, the second one, they try and make people worse off than him. Um, they're like ex-soldiers as well. 
so they're a bit more on his level with their skill so like like i said it's more of an action movie um there are a couple moments like callbacks to the first one so he's got a dog and obviously he like unleashes the dog on them in the first one mm-hmm. in the second one the villains have a dog so um there's like a moment where he's running from the dog now so it's kind of like you're on the other end of it now and there's like little moments like that in the film that kind of put him on the other end of it which is quite um i don't know it's quite cool um the set pieces of this movie like the action scenes are very good they are very good i'll give it that Mm -hmm. like there's one scene where um his daughter is like in a little container and there's like a little hole in the top like like an air vent or something yeah and as a way to try and get her to come out, one of the villains put like a hose in it and it's filling up with water. Um, when the blind guy comes to like, like take this guy on, he's got a gun in it. So what the blind guy does, he throws in a canister that releases this flammable gas into the air so that obviously he can't fire the gun because the spark would cause an explosion. Mm. So the guy's like, okay, that's very smart. Puts the gun down, picks up a knife. Then the blind guy comes in like, um oh and then and then the guy is like okay um he put he gets a wire like an exposed electric wire and puts it a bit in the container that's filling up with water mm-hmm. and he's like if you come any closer like i'll just put this in and, and kill her so the blind guy manages to come in and like, they're having a fight <laughs> do you know what i mean like it's actually deep like this it gets deep at times so now the water's filling up the wire's there and the water's getting, as it rises, it's getting closer to the wire. Mm. They're fighting. Do you know what I mean? And like, it all comes together. Like the gas in the air, the exposed electric wire, the water, like it all comes together. It, like it's very smart. The set pieces is, is very well done. And there's a couple of times where they do that. They put everything in place, show you the risks, the dangers that are there, mm. and then lets the scene play out. And things like unfold and, like you'd see a danger, but then it becomes a danger in a different way. Like you wouldn't expect it mm. if that makes sense. So I thought that was really cool. Um, the twists in this movie, cause basically where he gets his daughter from in this one, um, her parents die in a fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's an orphan Yeah, and he basically finds her out on the street. Like what, when a house is burning down and he takes her in and like raises her as his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that goes in a lot of very interesting directions. I would have hoped that he would have turned out to be the villain of this movie, the same way he was in the first one. Mm-hmm. Like maybe she finds out he's not her, her real dad and stuff like that. And it gets close to doing that, but then it doubles down and, and really makes him the hero. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah but all in all i'd give it uh both of movies a free piece if you haven't seen either of them i would definitely recommend watching them um but yeah uh oh there was one movie one moment sorry last thing i'm gonna say there's one moment that made me laugh though and i thought it was a bit stupid basically yeah um the blind guy is like injured and he like uses super glue or something he uses glue to close up his wound didn't it mm-hmm. and then in the next scene you see one of the like one of the the thugs or whatever is like lying on the floor and he's got glue that has sealed his mouth shut and locked <laughs> up his nose so he can't breathe so he's just you know what I'm saying? 
so he's suffering. He's like he's gonna die in it because yeah. he can't breathe. So his friend, one of the other thugs, runs off, gets like like a sharp something, mm. and comes back to him. And I'm thinking, all right, you're gonna cut his mouth open or whatever. Mm. But he doesn't. He stabs a hole in the guy's cheek so that he what? can breathe through that through that hole in it. But I'm thinking, okay, maybe that g- glue can't be opened. You thought on your feet. Maybe that was smart of you. Yeah. Like you, you can't hold in his cheek and he can breathe now. All right. Fair enough. That was quite smart. No, but then two just... seconds later, yeah. that guy gets up, grabs a knife and then cuts open his mouth. So I'm like, I'm like, bro, you should be vexed right now. You should be like, what the fuck, bro? Like, yeah, why exactly. did you stab my cheek? Why did yeah. you just cut the glue? Because he's like, like, even then, like, all the he could have potentially bled out and drowned, and that's what I mean. And he's breathing in blood and shit. Now. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. That I thought that moment dumb. it made me laugh how dumb it was. Like, the guy <laughs> thought he was smart. You know, like when you overthink something yeah. and you're like, oh, I'm gonna be smart and do this. But then, like, you realise this whole time you could have just done that. Yeah. Like, it, it just made me laugh, man. It was quite funny. Mm. But anyway, both movies, very good movies. I would definitely recommend watching them. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, that's my week. Sorry. Went on for a bit. <laughs> As you do. All right. I'm going to be fairly swift. Uh, Way of the House Husband, uh, live action, anime adaptation. Uh, it was really fun. I thought... Um, it was well done as it just had the husband like in the anime it's got like the wife it's got you know other people in this one they kept it very simple uh, they replicated the anime very well there was like five minute three three to five minute episodes um five episodes really nice and quick uh i'll give it i think i gave it a free piece or oh, no, just pull up my notes um yeah i'll give it, I'll give it a free piece like it's nowhere near as good as the anime but in terms of it you know when someone matches up very well, like they didn't take the piss and do like a live action Death Note. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like <laughs> it was, it was, it was done well. Um, so if you watch the anime, we reviewed the anime on here actually. So if you um, watch that or when we watched it, go check it out. Part of it is that the one? Is that the anime about the guy who's like an ex mafia guy? Isn't yeah, it? Is that- yeah, he's like an ex gangster, and then uh, he like turns the house husband. And it's it's very like kind of like um like blunt comedy but it's funny yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. funny for what it is like it's, it's, it's simple but it's funny it's like in a sense it's kind of dumb but it's good do you know what i mean um so i watched that uh rush hour is on netflix i think rush hour 2 is also on netflix um yeah i happened to be getting my car clean at sam's house so i was just chilling with her and we decided to stick it on um it is absolutely hilarious still um it gets a whole chicken I do think that it would probably get cancelled in today's in today's world um, with some of the jokes and some of the references. Uh, very stereotypical, like racism in a sense. Um, but I enjoyed it. Jackie Chan's action style is very amazing. It was it was nice to kind of watch that in contrast and watch after watching Shang Chi and seeing like resemblances in the fighting style. If that makes sense. People are hyped for Rush Hour Four, dude. Huh? People are hyped for Rush Hour 4, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that's probably why it, the first two are on Netflix. I don't know if all three are on Netflix, but definitely I don't know, the first two are on Netflix. I don't think it will get cancelled today, innit? Nah, bro. Watch one again. Like, they've... I've, I've, they have Jackie Chan saying, what's up, my nigga? Like, <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Context. <laughs> yeah? Yeah? <laughs> 
Obviously, yeah. Obviously, it's in, obviously, it's in context and it's funny, yeah. And I feel like that works for like what was it, early two thousand? Yeah. I, 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 I don't think I don't think <laughs> that would work today. I'd say you call my nigga. That's what I would say. Yeah, I, I guess. And then, and then, though, it's like it's in it's in the context that like, it's funny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, no, don't get me wrong. It's funny. Like, isn't it's it? funny. Where like the way he said was up, it reminded me of when you got angry at. I think it was Spanish people when they said neg- negro Boy, and you was like at, at uni. Vet, like who the fuck what are they talking about negro for and it's like no nah, yeah, that's just yeah, nah, nah. that's just that's it, black it, in Spanish exactly you know I mean? and obviously you know I got educated <laughs> on that but I was at that time I was ready to wild out of uni boy I was ready to fight somebody <laughs> um, but yeah no it's fucking funny man uh, I, I'm interested to see what they do with Rush Hour for it because, like I said, I think some of the comedy and some of the tropes that they they did, yeah, would be heavily frowned upon in today's generation. Innit? People probably get out. Exactly, mm. so much wokeness and so much cancel culture. Like, it, it, it's gonna be interesting to see. That's all I'm gonna say in it. Like, it's gonna be interesting to see you know, what they do. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was fucking fun. Um, so, yeah, Rush Hour. If you've never seen Rush Hour, I would highly recommend going back to it. Um, so, Brick Mansions, yeah. So, I, I must have watched a TikTok, innit? And then basically, it's a TikTok channel that showed um, movies that were actually remakes. And then obviously, like, you know, if you're you're not aware that they're a remake, you, you wouldn't know, innit? Mm. Um, so, it was like, like the the is it Robert De Niro the Scarface is that Scarface or Robert De Niro or if it's someone completely different? No, uh, Scarface is Al Pacino. That's the one. Thank you very much. So Scarface Al Pacino that actually a remake. It's not an original. I always thought that was mm. an original. It's not. Um, there's a bunch no. of other shit that I was that they've like some of them I knew and some of them I was like okay yeah I fully knew that this was a remake in it. But then mm. there's a movie called Brick Mansions yeah. Yeah, which is a 2014 action film starring Paul Walker and David Bell, uh, R- Rizar, um, and some other people. It was released in April 25th, 2014, um, after Paul Walker's death. It was meant to come out obviously a lot sooner. Um, I think it must have even had a very, very limited theatrical run because I don't think we've, I don't remember us getting this over here in the UK in it. Uh, it had a yeah. bunch, did we? I'm surprised you haven't seen it, bro. Bro, I had never. I know, I know where you're going with this. But yeah, because we, this, we this definitely shit, saw the original. District Thirteen is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, yeah, is is I remember Tyrek being like, "Fuck this French movie, man! I'm gonna walk out." And then, and then literally the <laughs> we first, both ready to yeah. Walk. And then the first, and I was like, "Guys, stay, man! Like, this movie's really good." He was like, "No, fuck this, man! I ain't coming to read no subtitles." And then other first seconds, like, "Nope, I'm staying." <laughs> it was the quickest. It was the quickest um, uh, backpedal that I've seen in a long time. Uh, Mario, yeah, yeah you, Mario, Mario was there as well, were I was there with you, though. You know? Yeah, the Marvel was there. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah so I was all there. This was the best movie for us all to watch. I was ready to leave as well with Tyler. Yeah, like, you two were both like halfway down. Movie. You know, were both halfway down the stairs when you started seeing some subtitles. Yeah, you actually were. And, and I was like, guys, can you not, not just say like, 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 as soon as I saw that guillotine move, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You have to stay and watch this film. No, like, no, no, no. The, guillot- the guillotine move was much further in. I think it was the um, when he slid through that little gap in the top of the door. Oh, uh, no, nah, I'm sure it was the 
guillotine move. That happened, I think that happened earlier than you think, bro. Because that was the back. That was his backstory. Remember, his, his daughter, his sister, or something got taken, and he got thrown in jail. Mm. And then he took the guard's hand or his head or something, pulled him through the the bars, did the guillotine move, and then it cut to black. And then it was like, like now he's like some hardened guy from prison. No, like after well, that. Well, I'm, 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 I'm gonna watch District 13 again this week, anyway, because in in Brick Mansion that happens a lot later in it. So I'm, that's why I'm probably thinking that. Um, mm. But I'm gonna I'm rewatch District 30. Um, it, this one was okay. Obviously, I watched this online, so it probably wasn't the best of qualities. It was all right. Um, mm. I think it was good that they got the French guy f- from the original to come and be involved in this. Um, yeah, that parkour guy. Yeah, but I don't think Paul Walker was as good as the um, French cop guy, and I can't remember his name. But he was he was just a much better guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Cyr- Cyr- Cyril Cyril Raffaelli. He was just much better. Do you know what I mean? And the chemistry that them two had just bounced off so much better. And I think that their K two just seemed cooler. Like having it with, like obviously, it made it sense to have it with the black people being in the hood and that and being in the. Oh, it was this. It was this scene where he jumps and he slides through the top glass window of the thing. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure, I'm sure that was early. I'm pretty, I'm yeah, pretty sure the guillotine. I'm pretty sure the guillotine. I'm pretty sure the guillotine was much later. But the guillotine scene was probably is like probably one of my favorite deaths in cinema because it was absolutely filthy. Like you didn't see it coming, and he was like, "Holy shit!" Um, but so yeah, I'll, I'll give this a cool chicken. It, it, they had a good idea. It just wasn't executed as well as the French film was, and it's one of those ones. Yeah, they should have just played the French film. Like, I don't yeah. understand why they made it. Maybe it was obviously Paul Walker was starting to get like a lot of good hype with the um uh Fast and Furious movies and they thought it would make a lot well to be honest it did. They had a budget of twenty eight million and it made seventy three point four and that's with like the whole delay, Paul Walker's death and stuff like that. So, you know, imagine I I would like to think that if Paul Walker hadn't passed away, it might have had a you know, they might have done a lot more um it's good. He did all his stunts, innit? That was a real rope swing he did around the fucking building, wasn't it? What, um, David Bell? Yeah. Yeah, all the, all the stunts, all, pretty much every single stunt in District 13 is That's like, is, is them like, doing it. Do you know what I mean? Because they're, they're, they're all parkour <laughs> guys, isn't it? This guy's yeah. cracked out of his mind. He swung around the building, Nana, on a rope. On the, <laughs> the, the, the 24th story. Yeah. What's wrong with this guy? Remember, do you remember that other parkour film they made as well? That same French... Um, that French team they made another they made another film mm, I, I think before I think before District 13 and it was more focused on the parkour aspect of it uh, I don't remember I know, I know there was a District 13 too um, and like I said like yeah. in the next week or so I'm probably going to watch because like I said I didn't really love Brick Mansions it was a core chicken at best um, mm. I do want to watch the original again it's been a long time since I've seen it um, yeah, you've made me want to watch it. I also, and I also want to watch the second one. And there was another thing that they did. I don't know if they did it together. Um, but the Cyril guy, he was also, he later on, like, was in Die Hard 3 or something, or Die Hard, Die Hard 4. And he started to get into a couple of different, um, American movies. And I, I, I always liked his performance in District 13. Um, so yeah, that's one of the things I watched. Um, why are these villains chasing him just as good as parkour? These guys are fucked as well. Because they were, yeah, because they were, they were all parkour people as well. Um, 
All right, let's get to like in a sense one of the uh, um, a, a bit of a major thing. Uh, we got what if episode five, which was was the title card just zombies? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Mar- um, Marvin, have you been keeping up with the what if series, or do we need mm-hmm. to have be get? Keep... Just give me a quick rundown on that. All right, so you've not been watching the what if? No, no. All right, well, you that's how you need to jump on at some point, yeah. Uh, T, I'm actually going to let you take the lead on this one as our, our uh, comic book expert. Uh, give us a general like overview of the episode and then give us your rating. Um, okay, so yeah, as the title of this episode suggests, this is the zombies episode of the of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of the ones I've been looking forward to. Obviously, there is a comic book run called Marvel Zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's slightly different to how they portray the zombies in the show. Uh, in the comics, they basically still retain their their minds. Like, they still have their... Like, they're still smart, do you know what I mean? Like, they, they still have their character, but they're just zombies. Like, they have a hunger for flesh. Mm. So they can talk still. Um, like, so Spider-Man is still Spider-Man. It's more like the um, first. Huh? It's more like a first than being zombies. Yeah, it's more like becoming a vampire where you're still basically you, but mm. you're just a vampire now. Mm. So that's what the zombies are like in the, in the comic books. Um, to the point where Spider-Man eventually like realizes what they're doing is wrong and tries to like fight off his hunger and tries to stop the spread of this, even though he himself is a zombie as well. Um, but in this episode they're more like your traditional zombie um they are like a bit brain dead and they still like have aspects of their original character so like they know how to use their weapons and like iron man uses his suit dr strange and that use their magic still captain america makes an appearance so they still maintain some of their character but they are more like traditional zombies than they are in the comics um I like this episode. It's one of my favorite ones so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think that apart from the first episode, this series has been on a winning streak. I don't think they've released a bad episode yet. Mm-hmm. Even the first one wasn't bad. It just wasn't you didn't love it. what I wanted. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this one gets the whole chicken from me. Um, I liked the group of survivors that we had mm-hmm. they weren't like main characters yeah they were, they weren't a lot of them were like side characters yeah do you know what i mean and yeah. so it was good for them to yeah. get the spotlight because you and had, have their own yeah. little avengers team yeah. essentially because you had happy hogan you had the guy not um, i like i like I, met... I like that happy had the iron man glove as well yeah, in civil went, war blam, so blam, cool. blam blam um, blam blam the guy from ant-man but not the guy that talks too much not michael pena it was one yeah, the Russian guy. Yeah, and then he had. It was funny because he um, referred to Baba Yaga, and he did that in the movie as well when they were talking about yeah. ghosts. Yeah, once once they once he said that, I was like, Scarlet Witch is coming, like because the Bab- Baba Yaga is a witch in it. So yeah. as soon as he started saying that, I was like, okay, Scarlet Witch is coming. <laughs> I didn't expect. I didn't expect the storyline with Vision and Scarlet Witch to play out like that. Oh, but again, flip, yeah, it was it was cool because like within this half an hour or even less like 20 minute episode um they managed to cram in a lot of like uh zombie movie tropes so this whole mm-hmm. section with vision like where someone has their like 
a love like a family or a loved one who's a zombie but they're like keeping them alive secretly and feeding them people mm. that's like a, a, a zombie horror movie trope so that's seeing that play out that's also what wonder did um in wonder vision yeah yeah exactly yeah, so, so that's, 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 that's pretty cool it was like a mirror of that yeah that's true um so yeah i, I like that whole section and Vision obviously realizing the error of his ways and and like do you know what I mean going going back against that. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked uh, the appearance of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, this yeah. was taken from the comics. Um, yeah, him really being kept alive and used to feed uh, for the zombies to feed on, even to the point where his leg was missing. So that like happens in a comic. He has a, his leg gets taken off, and in this. He had a missing leg, so that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little reference to, those, to the comics. Yeah. Um, I like that Okoye was the leader of the team. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, shows obviously her like level of expertise and and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I appreciated that. Going back to Black Panther as well, though, actually, um, having had Chadwick Boseman obviously pass away. Mm-hmm. The first episode that Black Panther was in uh, was a bit emotional to see because obviously that's the first time we have heard his voice in this character yeah. since he died. But this episode, just what he was saying mm. really like took on a whole new meaning. Yeah. Obviously with his real life passing, when he said something like, and I think this is like his last line in the episode as well. He says something in, like... In our, um, cult, in our culture, death, death in our is not... Cult, yeah. And he, he said that in um, Civil War, well, no, not Civil War. What was the one where um, T'Chaka dies in? Yeah, Civil War. Oh, Civil War, yeah. So he says that in Civil War as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But but again, after his death now, it has it, it just means a lot more. Yeah. And the fact that that's the last thing we could potentially hear him say mm-hmm. is, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's sad, isn't it? But yeah, anyway... Um, I feel like my one thing with this episode was that I felt it was too humorous at times. Yeah. Where considering the situation they're in, a zombie apocalypse and that, mm. for for like Happy Hogan to be saying blam, 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 and then when he's getting dragged away by zombie Hawkeye, for him to still be saying blam, like fair enough, you bust that joke, but now you're being dragged off by a zombie and you're potentially about to die, you wouldn't, <laughs> still be saying blam like a dickhead do you know what i mean you'd be screaming like so i thought that annoyed me at times but it didn't it wasn't enough to ruin the episode like i said i still give it a whole chicken yeah um i liked how the people still use their powers so like iron man with his suit and mm-hmm. um like the magic users and stuff um and i liked how um Spider-Man got to wear the cape and then it on because obviously Scott Lang all that's left of him is his head he was being kept alive by vision so that's like a Futurama reference like a Futurama thing yeah but then when the cape goes on him now he has mobility and so I thought that was a cool like team up of Mm. of powers Um, I thought it was really cool I thought the placement of this in the timeline was cool like Hulk just returning from space at the beginning of Infinity War, yeah, um, not knowing what the state of the world is in. So again, that's another like horror movie trope. Someone wakes up from a coma or something, mm-hmm. doesn't realize what's going on in the world, and slowly discovers it. 
So I like that, which led to um, the the kind of setup for where they're going forward. Obviously, they possess the the time stone, mm-hmm. and a zombie Thanos now yeah, that was, is coming. What like, that? You know what I mean? <laughs> so again, like I speculated last week about Doctor Strange potentially being the villain of the season mm-hmm. that brings together this multiversal Avengers. Mm-hmm. But it could be Thanos because in the comics, um, obviously the heroes become um, zombies and the outbreak like completely takes over the world. That universe is just a zombie universe now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they don't have any more fresh meat. So they start venturing to other multiverses to take to get oh, fresh meat wow. from there. So they could take essentially aspects of that storyline mm-hmm. and have like either Thanos maybe using the the infinity gauntlet go to other multiverses or so i mean maybe that could be the threat that the the multiversal avengers have to team up with at the end of the season but i don't know i like that they're leaving these episodes up open to continue Mm -hmm. leaves open to speculation like they could return within this season for a a team up or it could just be maybe we'll get a a sequel episode in season two which has already been confirmed Mm -hmm. um so yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I really liked this episode. Yeah. Um, I thought it was cool that they gave an explanation of where the virus came from. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a quantum virus. Yeah. Um, when Hank Pym was looking for Janet in the quantum realm, uh, when he found her in this universe, she was a zombie. And so when he comes back, mm-hmm. he, he spreads the, the virus. And yeah. it's funny because there's like memes and stuff going around now of how Hank Pym is just fucking up realities like in in the other one he killed the avengers and mm-hmm. um i don't think i mentioned at the time but i thought it was quite cool that he was wearing the yellow jacket costume yeah because again as a reference to the comics um and again this is maybe this is new to non-comic book readers who are watching the mcu stuff mm-hmm. but hank pym is a prick in the comics like mm-hmm. he is like the same way i think ace you you pointed out in a chat the same way tony has a bad rap for Hello? Yeah, I can't hear him. Is it just me or is he By creating a lot of the villains and a lot of the shit. Enough, you skipped out for like five seconds. That's Hank. Sorry. Yeah, I was just saying, I was just saying the same way Tony has that bad rap, that's Hank Pym in the comics. Mm -hmm. Like, he was the one that created Ultron. He like, he. I think he even was a villain at one time and that's when he took on the yellow jacket um, Persona. um, persona. So I thought it was a cool nod to that in that episode when he was wearing the yellow jacket costume because mm-hmm. obviously he was a villain in this situation um but yeah hank pym's a prick like th- th- you don't even know yet like if you don't read the comics and you're just watching this and you're just starting to realize hank pym's a prick mm-hmm. you don't even know like he's a woman like he beats his wife like he beat hank- he beat janet like mm-hmm. he he became a villain like he's a prick so i think it's interesting that people are starting to realize that as well. Yeah. But, um, but you know, I'm, I'm done for this episode. So if anyone else wants to chime in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I was going to go to Martin next. Martin, what did you think of this episode and what's your rating? Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. I really wanted to know about the, um, zombies, um, the Marvel zombies, what if, um, stuff in the comics. So this definitely, um, helped my search for that. Um, I'll probably give this a whole chicken, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just to see 
or what caused it in this time or sorry so what caused this virtual events to happen um it was great seeing well i say i said great seeing but um black panther in the comics has a very very similar role to what he has in uh this was his episode um where he is he is he does get fed on um comics by um uh hank pym mm-hmm. um and obviously and, and in this one it's obviously uh feeling bits to uh wonder so yeah it's very, very interesting seeing you know the parallels of that um yeah that's, that's i mean that's pretty much all i've got um i don't want to go into too much detail um one one so, thing yeah. sorry sorry just, just one more thing yeah i just want to mm. say I thought it was funny. There was a moment where um, Spider-Man had uh, the cape on and Hope, uh, the Wasp, was like, oh, yeah, it looks good on you. Like, And it, it kind of seemed like to me like they were flirting. And I was like, does, <laughs> does, does Hope just have like an insect fetish? Like she's gone <laughs> from Ant-Man to Spider-Man. <laughs> I, I'm like, what's going on here? So that, that just made me laugh, man. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'll give it an episode of Whole Chicken as well. Um, I did think that Wakanda was going to be fine because I was like, of course Wakanda's okay. But then we saw Thanos there. So I'm assuming, uh, I don't know, because initially, like, was that um, Thanos in Wakanda or was that Thanos outside the barrier? So the barrier. That was him outside the barrier. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I don't think he was in a barrier. Although saying that, he could have been in the barrier because he had the the Infinity Gauntlet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So he could teleport inside it like he did in the movie. It, it was his army mm. that had to get through the barrier. Mm. So yeah, because I was like, of course Wakanda's okay. But then we saw Thanos there. Um, mm. It was interesting to see like, does um, Black Panther now get a, 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 a metal leg and be the Bucky? Uh, we also we didn't we didn't see Bucky like die, did we? So we don't actually know where Bucky is. Yeah, I'm, I thought I'm that assuming was he's dead. I'm assuming he's dead. I yeah, can't see We kind of assumed that Black Panther yeah, no, died he... as well, but then Black Panther came back. So I'm uh, if I if I haven't seen the death, I'm just gonna assume that they're somehow alive somewhere. Mm. Yeah, but like I thought it was weird because she's a zombie. So when Scarlet Witch like was. I thought she she would have pulled him towards her and then like eaten him or something. Yeah, from jump. But she she ended up throwing him like dashing him bare far into the sky away. Yeah. So I thought the same thing as you. I was like, if you don't see his death, like there must have been a reason they made her throw him away rather than eat him. Mm. But then at the same time, even with his enhanced strength or whatever, I don't think he could survive that fall. <laughs> like that each. He got dashed like. <laughs> what? I mean, yeah, no, I hear that. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Actually, I've got, I've got just a little bit that I wanted to say mm-hmm. um, from my notes. So, in the comic books, we had Ash from Ash and the Evil Dead, who replaced uh, Bruce Banner in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it makes sense to warn everyone about this uh, Evil Dead virus, um, which is slightly different from the one that he's experiencing. Um, Quint Silver is actually a person who spreads the virus all over the world because because he's so quick, he just goes from literally um, country to country just eating people. Um, <laughs> that's true. Especially superpower beings, and that's how the virus spreads. Um, yeah. So literally, humanity has no chance. Um, 
Let's see. Magneto is the last living person on Earth um, until Wasp bites him on the neck. Um, oh, fuck, man. I imagine, I imagine what do you call it? Quick, a Quicksilver zombie just running around yamming bare people at once. <laughs> That's so broken. You can't do you anything. No chance. Yeah, <laughs> no chance. Do you know what? I didn't like the fact that Iron Man got turned because he's fucking in a suit of iron. Like, I, 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 I bet you any money Wasp got into his suit. Oh, yeah. I mean, because Hank did bite Captain America. So, oh, wait, right, but, Wasp, but Wasp was alive, so it would have been so, Hank. Maybe yeah, even would have been Hank, Hank yeah, or no, Janet. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, li- I liked it because Iron Man is like always the the face of the MCU. He's always the main character whenever there's like a team up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I like that both in in the previous episode where the Avengers were getting killed off and in this one, Tony Stark was kind of taken out pretty early. Yeah. And yeah. I, it, 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 like, I guess it adds to the surprise. Like you don't expect him to go out so early. Like, like I said, he's always the main guy. So for him to go, it's like, well, anyone can go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And lastly, in the comics, um, Silver Surfer, who um, arrives on Earth to help Galactus to feed on Earth, um, he gets overwhelmed by the sheer amount of zombies. So basically, like, the planet zombies are all going towards him, eating him. And so the, the zombies then gain the power cosmic, then that's how they spread out the universe, infecting other people with the, with the virus. Um... So yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure that's where the story would have gone if we, you know, we saw a Silver Surfer there or Galactus or something like that. So yeah, um, all in all, very, very good episode. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. All right. Um, so there's it. This probably dropped like a couple of weeks ago, and I just wasn't in the mood to watch it. And then also mm-hmm. over the weekend, like Del's been staying around. We were going out the parties. And normally I stick on Archer or some kind of like cartoon that I want to like watch, um, mm-hmm. to fall asleep to because I know that within about five minutes of sticking whatever on, she's going to fall asleep anyway. So, but you know, last night she was like, ah, oh, let's watch clickbait. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's watch it. And then within like five minutes, she was asleep. Um, <laughs> I've three episodes in clickbait is really well done. The premise is basically, um, and after an argument at like a family dinner, uh, this guy called Nick goes missing and he's mm-hmm. in a YouTube video and like he's holding up a sign saying, I abuse women. And then once this video hits 5 million views, um, I'm going to be killed. And I thought what was really interesting, episode one, you're kind of like following the sister around that you had an argument with. Episode two, you're following like the detective that's like investigating the case. But like... It's not like it's starting again from the beginning. Like, it's still moving the story onwards. Um, episode mm-hmm. three, you're following the wife around and, like, what her, her viewpoint, but as the story is moving forward, uh, I didn't, I fell asleep after episode three episodes. They're about 45 minutes long. It's done really well. I'm gonna give it a free piece right now. Um, it's trying to, like, use technology. Uh, it's not as good as searching, but it's good enough. Like, maybe as, like, the show goes on and they like reveal who actually kidnapped Nick and who actually killed him, then maybe I might be like, okay, yeah, that's amazing. It gets a whole chicken. But right now it's in a free piece. It's really good. I would highly recommend anyone that hasn't seen it already to go check it out. Um, like I said, it wasn't something that I was going to watch, but now that I have been doing it, so uh, I'm going to stick with it. Um, next up, I, I've 
bought a new game for the first time in forever because my ex, like I said, my Xbox, for some strange reason, was just like not playing games, not loading things up. Um, and literally the other day I was like, oh, let me turn on my Xbox and see if it works. And it's been working. So I've been playing Tales of Arise. Uh, I'll be streaming that. Um, gonna be streaming probably at least every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week for about five, six hours, probably about five o'clock in the afternoon onwards. So I can hopefully try and get some of my American listeners, uh, listeners and viewers on to give me some views. Um, Cowboys had their first game on a Thursday. I stayed up and watched that game. Um, fucking lost. Like, do you know what it was like? The scoreline was close, but if we weren't so shit in a sense, it, we could have won that game. And it's annoying being in that situation where, like, you, you're close enough to win, but you're, you're just not good enough. It's, it's, it's a bit jarring. Um, so hopefully in further weeks to come up, we're going to be better. Um, and then one of the main reasons why I wanted to have uh, Marvin on for this episode was Pokemon Revolution. Uh, the first episode of that came out. Uh, episode was titled Champion. Um, now I missed a couple of generations of Pokemon, but I did get Sword and Shield, and I did quite. Act- Despite some of the gaming mechanics that I didn't like, in terms of they made the game easier, um, you know, like the open world wasn't as open as they had advertised it to be. Um, but I did enjoy the storyline. I did enjoy the characters. So to having the first episode be of um the most recent game that's out there and that I've played, I quite enjoyed it. Um, I thought the animation was pretty cool. Um. And like uh, anytime Charizard's in something, you're you're gonna you're gonna get excited because Charizard is a is a fan favorite, um, and I'm looking forward to the other episodes. So so far, um, just based on episode one, you know I'm I'm, I'm gonna give it a whole chicken because I I really enjoyed it. It was quick. It was like seven minutes. It flew by very quickly. Um, yeah, Marvin, what did you think of this? Or Pokemon Revolution? Yeah. So, so I think I've got I got confused there because I think I've looked at Pokemon Revolution the online game, but you're talking about a series one. Oh my god, this this fucking guy! I on Pokemon Revolution, but it's apparently there's a Pokemon Revolution online online game coming out in twenty 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 one where they go through all all the um all of the regions. Uh, what what what's what's that on? Uh, I'm not actually sure what what console was going to be on. It might be uh It might be an online game. Yeah, it's an online game. All right. So first of all, you might as well give us your review on that since you fucking watched the wrong thing. It's literally called Pokemon Revolution, blood. What do you want from me? <laughs> Bro, it's it, literally called Pokemon it, Revolution. It, it, we had we had a whole we had a whole thing in the WhatsApp group. Yeah, I checked their documents and he said Pokemon Revolution. So I searched up Pokemon Revolution. I was I literally went to the documents and I was trying to look up anything that I could do of whatever you posted in Docs today. Yeah, don't <laughs> add me in there. I literally this, it, this thing is literally called Pokemon <laughs> Revolution. Bro, there, you, there you was to look at Pokemon Revolution. So there, I'm thinking, okay, this is the Pokemon. Revolution game in it. Apparently, this. Oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. It. I didn't realize it was a series in it. Well, Pokemon Re- this, there's a Pokemon so, so Revolution it, game, it, but it, it looks okay. Let me tell you about the Revolution game. From mm. what I've seen of it, mm. it looks like you can go to you can go to every single um region that there's been, and you can train up your team and get them to fight in every region. Mm. And basically, the influential characters of the se- of the series are actually the final bosses instead of the pokemon league elite okay. so you'll play you'll play against a boss that is brock a boss that is mixed misty a boss that is uh maybe gary a boss that is um some of the other ones like dawn or may or whatever and you can um 
go across every single region and it plays like kind of basically like normal the normal pokemon ds games and mm. stuff but you can like there's other little like nice features like um you can ride around whichever pokemon you want mm. and people can see see your character model you can customize your character design model and stuff like that like so your characters look look a bit different um but but like the main the main feature is that you can capture bear different legendaries from different regions yeah. and that you can um that you can essentially be be a version of the elite four in every single thing but it'll be like a, it'll be like the influential characters of this show will be the, the elite four leader bosses but it looks it looks pretty sick in it like an actual proper online pokemon online yeah, fair enough. revolution thing in it but yeah. sorry i didn't realize there was actually a show no, so okay I, I will give you a bit a little maybe, bit of a benefit maybe, maybe it's marked after maybe it's actually made after this in it i will give you a little bit of benefit of doubt yeah because it's evolution or not revolution but, oh yeah hold on but in the whatsapp group i posted the thing in there so you're clearly not paying attention to the whatsapp group again not all of it i, I was I, I used i said you told me to to go and look on the on the documents and time to to research lots and i did that's what i did my brother yeah i, looked up the I looked around to the russia was stuff i looked up revolution i looked up. Hold on, so if you looked at russia R- russia then why did you not give your rating or did you not watch it which one which which you russia said you, you said you wait did you not just say you looked at russia stuff yeah for russia four. Oh no so Okay, you're, you, you know, I think because you haven't been on in so long yet, you're forgetting really how the format works, isn't it? It's not looking at rush hour as you know. Anyway, that'll be stuff for, for off air. Um, did anyone else watch Pokemon Evolution? Um, no, but I do have a bit of news on that anyway. Right. Um, so I mean, because I was part of, uh, I was going to mention it later on. Um, just to say that with Pokemon Evolutions, it takes you around the franchise's eight main regions in reverse chronological order. Mm-hmm. So it will be from Gala, Alola, Kalos, oh. Unova, Sinnoh, Hoenn, Johto, and Kanto. Yeah. Um, uh. Everything everything that um, Marvel described about the game, you do get to see that in the anime. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that was just something that I thought. Uh, yeah, we we had we had the, we had the discussion and then like Slade to T like it does make sense because it's, it's, this has been done for the twenty five year anniversary, so it does. Yeah, oh, okay. I was wondering why they would make this, but this new, is like the big big old. anniversary, isn't it? Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a very big uh, anniversary for also the franchise. All right. So in addition to this, right? Um, I just wanted to mention that um, there's um. Right, did anyone remember watching the Pokemon Origins um, anime, the um, eight um, episode um, series? No, I don't. I don't never got around to watching it. You know, I should. Okay, it's meant to be. Is that on YouTube? Um, it, it was on Netflix. I don't know if it's there anymore. Um, I'll, I'll check quickly. I got it on Netflix. And there, I mean, but I watched it. I watched it online. Um, anyway, so with that one, it followed Red rather than following Ash. Mm-hmm. And it was it was basically following the events of the um, manga. Um, and also, that's then obviously the games borrowed from the manga, not from the. Not no, I don't think it's on Netflix anymore. Um, this is done in similar vein to this. Um, Pokemon Evolution is done in similar vein as uh, Pokemon Origins, where it follows you know actual characters from the anime and events from the anime, uh, which I think is pretty cool. How, how, many, how um, many episodes are there of Pokemon Origins? It's eight. Pokemon Origins, I think, there's eight episodes. Uh, I think it might be on YouTube. So, mm. so Pokemon Origins and Generations. What's what's Generations? No, Evolutions. 
<laughs> I, would, I didn't say generations. No, but I'm saying you said Pokemon Origins, right? Yeah, Pokemon Origins. I used to Pokemon Origins and Generations. Yeah, someone's someone's done a, like um, a YouTube um, playlist, isn't it? and they've got all Pokemon Origins and Generation episodes. So I'm guessing Pokemon Generations was another little. Series, yeah, it was probably another spin-off. Probably another spin-off, but yeah. Right. Well, I'll probably try and watch this for for next week. Okay. Um. Oh. Um. So, Pokemon, Pokemon anime short called I Became a Gengar mm-hmm. um, is also streaming on uh, Pokemon Kids' YouTube channel. So, maybe if you go to Pokemon YouTube, uh, sorry, Pokemon Kids' YouTube channel, you may find Pokemon Origins there. Alright, cool. Well, for next week, then, yeah. I will watch Origins, Generations, and Episode 2 of um, uh, Pokemon Evolution and not Revolution. Right. <laughs> Calm. Alright, um... Yeah, so that's pretty much been me for my week. Um, I've not got my tablet, tablet connected. So we're going to go through like the news and stuff uh, without any uh, bumpers and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. let's go into the main news. So first of all, we have Marvel Horned, Muppets Haunted Mansion coming to Disney Plus on October the 8th. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Disney reported once Brie Larson to replace Scarlet Johansson Tower of Terror. Um now this is a we got discovered um article, so you gotta take that with a pinch of salt. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what the Tower of Terror is. Uh Big T, do you have any idea? So the Tower of Terror is the ride in um Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um it's basically the one the um like the the lift, the elevator, it goes up and then it drops down. Mm-hmm. The Tower of Terror. Um so they're making a movie about that. It's essentially similar Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's different. So, okay. um, which is interesting. Even though, oh god, e- even though um, this is from we got this covered, like like you said, to take over pinch of salt. I included it in the news because I thought it was just funny. That Disney are obviously not happy with Scarlett Johansson, so they've taken him out of this movie. Yeah, and they've replaced her with Brie Larson, who people who don't like. People like she's a. Why is, why would you don't like? Do you know what I mean? So, Scarlett Johansson, what's she done? Oh, she's soon over the Black Widow movie. Oh, because she didn't get no pay no money, innit? Yeah, but they, yeah. Didn't get, they don't fucking pay pay people who, like, pay people their money. Of course they're going to be upset. Yeah, exactly. Like, she's just as important as, like, the other characters. Why the other... I, 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 I wouldn't go just as important, but she is... No, I, in regards to, like, her character being one of the Avengers is just yeah, important. Yeah, she is one of the originals. Yeah, like, so... Why would why is she having problems getting paid for spin off series or, or side series about her mm. character? But I don't know what's his name. Robert Downey Jr. didn't have to get any. didn't have any issues getting paid. Yeah, but also at the same time, it, they wasn't in the COVID. Do you know what I mean? Like COVID has shaped a lot of things. In it things are different. COVID is, COVID is almost like being blipped away. Like. You know, people have lost like two years of their life just because of COVID. So the rules change. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like again, I'm on Scarlet's side of it. Like, but at the same time, I do understand why it could be a little bit of of issues in it. Um, funnily enough, uh, Rosario Dawson and O. Wilson joined Tiffany Haddish and Lakeith Stanfield in the new Hollywood Mansion movie. Um, talking about 
Disney rides and stuff. Uh, yeah. All the news this week is basically yeah. Disney news. Disney have announced that all remaining films on its 2021 slate will get an exclusive theatrical window before they stream on Disney+. Plus. Encanto will be released November 24th with a 30-day exclusive theatrical window. Five-hour picks will have an, a 45-day exclusive run in cinemas. The Last Jewel coming out on October 15th. Ron's Gone Wrong, which I have no idea what that's about, October 22nd. Eternals, November 15th. 5th, West Side Story, December 10th, and The Kingsman, December 22nd. So basically, they're just like, since Scarlet brought all this issue, <laughs> we're now going to fix things. Like, mm. how, what, how much more of a fuck you is that than anything? <laughs> no, that's so... But they're trolling, they're trolling. They're, they're trolling still. Um, like, can't. Uh, no what the fuck news. Uh, and now I'm going to hand it over to Big T to give us the comic book news. Uh, yeah, okay. Comment, but news pretty short this week. Um, we got a photo released of Aquaman in his new costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's blue. It's the all blue costume, which was from the comics. But I don't know. It's like it's not obviously as well known as his traditional like yellow and green. Costume. You're saying it's, I thought it was black. I thought they were just trying to do the whole Superman black thing. No, wasn't it blue? This looks, this looks like yeah, it's blue. This looks like some Cobra Ops Aquaman, isn't it? Like yeah, he's ready to yeah. be, like he's Solid Snake Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, this is undercover Aquaman. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's that. It looks alright. Or you could say uh, under the V Aquaman. Oh shit! <laughs> you did it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gary. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Um, just moving over to Spider-Man No Way um, it's been revealed that the runtime for Spider-Man No Way Home will be 2 hours 37 minutes mm-hmm. which is a decent amount considering how much is going to be going on yeah the official trailer is said to be going to be released by the end of October uh, and will feature Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Nice, uh, yeah, and the, the boys are getting brought in. Yeah, so that should be um, leaked photos. Um, so a few of them have been released for a while. Uh, the one of there's one of Doc, and on his back there's like holes in his coat with like blue, like. Like you know, there's like green screen and blue screen mm. where they're gonna add special effects later. So underneath these holes is just blue, so it looks like they're gonna be adding the arms um, with CGI. Now, first of all, what do you guys think of that? Because in the original Sam Raimi movie, those arms were all practical effects. Like they had people had controlling people mechanical things put on there, and actually, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like people were controlling them, like. Like puppets, do you know what I mean? On on, I on th- sticks. I think with technology, um, I think with technology have advanced to where it is. If it can be done well, then let it be in it. Mm, mm. I, I'm gonna agree with Nana, but one thing I would say is that when it comes to like special effects, I do feel like the best, uh, the best what you call it, um, use of practical effects. The best use of practical effects is when they meld or mix, mm. mix the actual makeup and the practical effects with cgi so then it's kind of like they've got the realness of the actual like prosthetic things sticking out of their body or whatever but then they mm. also use cgi to manipulate it so it looks like it fits into 
the world as well and so like it's a bit of a mixture of both i think them when they do it like that it's best in it but we'll see mm. if it just looks bait that they've got cgi mechanic arms and it doesn't look like it fits in then it'll be kind of dead in it but mm. yeah I, I agree i think a, a mixture of practical and cgi is is the best way to do it but again, like nana said we've come far with cgi and yeah Marvel, Marvel have that those Disney bucks, so they can afford to yeah, move the CGI. Especially for, a Spider, especially for a Spider-Man movie, they're going to. Oh yeah, exactly. Well, saying that, it's not a Disney movie. This is a, a Sony movie. Sony put the money in for the Spider-Man movies. Do you know what I mean? So that's true. Sony got their money. Um, but yeah, so as well as Doc Ock, we also got leaked photos of uh, allegedly. Uh, what's his name? Willem Dafoe as Norman Osborn mm-hmm. and Jamie Foxx as Electro. And Electro is wearing his traditional colours, so the green and yellow, but he's not like in a costume. It looks he's wearing like an ambulance coat or something like, like that. Do you know what I mean? Electro, that, Electro uh, was such a waste fucking... Like, mm. But they... But hopefully they're improving him for this one. This is Marvel are involved now. Mm-hmm. Like they're holding Sony's hand through these movies. Um, so those were those group of leaked photos. Then another set of leaked photos was released, allegedly of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in their Spider-Man costumes. Set kind of looked like scaffolding or something in front of a blue screen. Obviously, going to add the background in later, maybe like to make it look like they're up high on top of a skyscraper or something. Um, and so there's one instance of both Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield with their masks off, but they're in costume. Looks like Tobey Maguire might have a beard, so maybe he's a bit of an older Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and then there's, like, a close-up of Andrew Garfield's face, um, like, confirming it's him, if these are real. Yeah. Um, Sony actually got the photos removed um, due to a copyright claim, so that could suggest that they were real, and Sony just didn't want people to see it, or... It could be like a misdirect. Maybe Sony just don't want to see anything. But then if that's the case, why wasn't this Doc Ock, Norman Osborn and Electro uh, pictures taken down? Yeah. So, like, Because obviously everyone knows that they're going to be in it, whereas Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield being kept more of a secret, even though it's like the worst kept secret in Hollywood, but they wanted to be a surprise. So maybe that's why it was taken down. Either way, I guess we'll find out in the end of October. And that trailer's finally released. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, that's comic book news. Nice. I hand it over to the one, the only Martin with the anime and manga. Right. New anime from Creators of Death Note begins October 7th. Um, Data Live 4 will be delayed to 2022. Um, for those who don't know the Data Live series, it's a collection of, um, or a series of anime um, about this boy who basically dates aliens <laughs> in order to protect Earth. A bit of a weird story, but it's always, it's always a fun watch. Mm-hmm. Um, is also the head of this agency that's responsible for looking after this thing. Um, those, those kind of events. Um, so yeah, all of it's just funny. Um, funny to see. Um, so, Funimation's Single Bits of Harmony anime film will be released in theatres in early 2022 countries including the UK, US, Canada, Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand. Mm-hmm. On to the manga news. Fairy Tale 100 Years Quest manga gets an anime. 
The synopsis is Natsu yeah, no, is sorry, sorry, oh, sorry. They're making they're making a novel a fairy tale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. No, yeah. I I think I dropped off a fairy tale after he the died, time. Died, man. Time I think this one is dead blood. Who's dead? Oh, not dead, but there's an as a, another manga series that they've now turned into an anime. So hell man they just know that it's they not- can just get money out of it that's that's the only thing people people love off that show i'm not gonna lie i used to like it yeah but it just like it just got so repetitive like every single fucking villain they fight is the same thing happens mm. like they come they come to the fairy tale to the fairy tale guild the villains have some next kind of magic that they've never seen before yeah. it's all yeah. then they come and fight the villains everyone in the fairy tale guild gets bodied but then oh all of a sudden one of the other fairy tale people come who they haven't seen before and then they defeat them like either guild darts or ezra or or what's his name or laxus come and they just body everyone and then and then all of their fairy, every single one of the fairy tale characters is like just mad op for no reason like it doesn't make sense like each one, each one of the their the, the S rank wizards can solo a whole guild. Like, does that make sense? Like, mm. that's so stupid. Like, I used to love Fairy Tale a lot, but I just think it got so dumb. Like after a while, yeah, like, that's so silly. But carry on anyway. They're making another one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Synopsis is Natsu, Lucy, Urza, and the whole Fairy Tale guild are back as they decide to take on the Hundred Years Quest, take them to a new continent to explore. Mm. And lastly, from the manga news, my Hero Academia manga takes a one-week break due to the author's health. Mm. Mad. Uh, yeah. All right. And that's well, probably just probably just stress or something, or maybe maybe it could be like COVID stuff. Or what? Oh, perhaps. No a lot idea. of the time, it's, it's stress and it's overworking. They just write too much. They they spend too much time focusing on their work, and they don't get no rest in it. Yeah. Mm. I'm on a brief, brief, kind of semi breeze through the gaming news. Uh, me and oh, just just quickly, sorry, before we move on, mm-hmm. um, just to touch on that show from the Death Note creators, mm-hmm. um, the image that I saw, it looks interesting. Like, I'm definitely gonna watch this and give this a chance because mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite animes. It's like your um, anime. It's like one of the only ones that I've seen. <laughs> yeah, you but fell into it, the Death Note trap. This is the problem. You fell into the Death Note trap. You watched Death Note and then you expected better other animes to be like Death Note and then it's yeah. just like, no, it's not like that. It doesn't work that way. They're all shit yeah, compared true. to Death Note. They're all shit compared to that. Maybe some of them are alright in it, but mm. Death Note sets a standard that is... It's true. It's too that good. Is, that is above other, other animes, isn't it? Mm. But no, cons- considering this is from the creators, I think this would... Like it'll be up there, yeah. be up there, with same kind of quality and image. It looks like whereas Death Note was focused on like Shinigami and, and like Death Gods, mm-hmm. this seems to be based on angels. Mm-hmm. So similar kind of like afterlife. Do you know what I mean? Higher powers. Oh shit! What would you do if they so, if they if they bring back L but he's an angel? Sick. Yeah. It would be cool to see if these two um, eventually cross over and see like the angels versus the Shinigami or something. Oh, that would be cool. Hey, sorry to cut you. I just remembered one thing. Remember, I told you I was reading that book, yeah, by Brandon Sanderson, yeah, mm-hmm. um, the Miss Mistborn book, yeah. Mm-hmm. Another another thing that's actually sick about his book series is that all of the book he's literally writing ten different books at the same time because he's a madman. Like he's literally a madman, mm-hmm. and all of his book series. The characters have like the universe is crossover, so the characters have powers from each each series 
in other universes so you could be watching something happen you could be reading something in one in one book series and then and then a random character will come in and start doing some broken shit and you'll be like what the fuck is going on this doesn't make sense and then when you read his next book you'll be like oh my god that was this character from there doing this and then you're like oh this is so this is so broken like you're like you, you can they can see the powers crossing over but he doesn't ever explain it until you've actually read the other books in it Mm-hmm. So that's, I just thought I'd mention that. And that's another thing that's good. Fair. But he does a crossover universe stuff. Calm. All right. So, uh, like, like I said, me and Martin have recorded on Bosch Gamer talking about the PlayStation Showcase. So I want to kind of breeze through this very quickly. Uh, some of the highlights uh, we got a teaser trailer for Spider Man 2. Uh, initially, it they made it sound like it was Craven the last. Sorry. It made it sound like it was Craven narr- narr- narrating the villainous stuff that you were saying, but then out of, st- out of the shadow steps Venom, and then instead it was, of... Huh? It was Craven talking, wasn't it? So, so, that, that, so that's what I thought, yeah. And then obviously you see Venom, but I didn't notice the voice change when Venom started it, to talk, unless I'm misremembering. Uh, just because, like, I think it was edited that way. Like, it was a... It, it, to me, it was definitely Craven talking. Like, yeah, because because of, of what you were saying, Venom, Venom's like the, what the guy, what the voiceover was saying, been searching for someone whose skills could rival mine and yeah. challenge. And that's Craven. Yeah, that's not um, that's not Venom's thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think it was just edited so you get the voiceover of Craven. So that's his reveal mm. essentially. Yeah, and then you. Visual reveal of Venom, Venom. Um, and you heard Venom speak from, him and he had the he had the Venom voice. Do you know okay, what I mean? Okay, then, then that's oh, fine. You know, it, it, you know, that, you know that you know that Venom's being voiced by Tony Todd. Who's Tony Todd? Is it not Tony Todd, the guy that plays um, Candyman? Really? Is that oh, not his name? Yeah, maybe. I think it's, it's Tony something. I don't know. I'm pretty sure his name's Tony Todd. Yeah, so he's going to be voicing Venom in this game. So. You know, cool. one of the things, the key things that we talked about earlier is that is this a game where you get to play as? Because the way the 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 trailer showed, it seemed like you could play as Spider Man, Miles Morales. Would it not be epic if you could also play as Venom? And then you've got like a bit of like a GTA going on where the different stories intersect, and at certain points of the in the game, you're playing as different characters. Yeah, that could be cool. Um that could be cool just to get like the villain aspect of it as well to play as the villain like mm. well um, is he a villain though we don't know anything, you know what he could being, be venom could be an anti-hero in this. As, being able to play as anyone except mary jane would be an improvement over the first movie, <laughs> the first game yeah so take it you know what i mean no that's fair um and also we got uh, other than spider-man 2 we also got wolverine and this is also getting done by Insomniac. So we're getting the people that made Spider-Man make a free game. That's pretty cool. That yeah. is pretty cool. Uh, Marvin, what, as, as our gaming expert, what's your take on these two games? Marvin? Which one? The new, the, new Spy- the new Spider-Man that's coming out. Yeah, and Wolverine. Well, what's your take? I haven't actually seen the Wolverine one, but I looked a little bit at the Spider-Man one. Mm. And to be honest, like, because it's going to be on PS4, five yeah and and um just looking at the history of the spider-man games they've all like they the recent the past like two two spider-man games i would say have been like groundbreaking in like how they've looked visually how they played Mm. and they've actually been like 
good, good, solid, fun games in it. Like mm-hmm. with nice features, nice, nice visuals, nice, like make you feel like you're actually web slinging with Spider Man in it. So yeah. I think it will be good, especially for P- PS5 in it. Yeah. I think it will actually be pretty sick in it because, um, just because of they've, they've, they've had a standard they've kept up these past couple of years. Yeah. Um, with the, with the whole, um, making making the spider-man games be like not like a flagship game but more like a um it's it's the it's one of the main games they'll push on their console when when it comes out so i feel like it will be it'll be good mm-hmm. i feel like they have a lot of content they can put into these games they have a lot of easter eggs and stuff they could put in they could put in even some mars morales stuff they could put well, in mars morales is in the game bro is it I yeah. didn't even know he was in it. Okay, they could put in um, they could put in some of the Enter the Spider Verse stuff. Mm. They could they could even hint some other stuff in it as well, linking it up, mm. linking it up to like the the whole Spider Verse stuff in it. So I think it'll be good. All right, cool. So then we got a got uh, the last trailer we actually got was a God of War Ragnarok. Uh, we got shown what four's gonna look like in this game. Um, the boy is now a little bit older. Um. But yeah, you're not, you're not gonna be able to say boy anymore, innit? You know, well, so, he's a teenager, innit? So you can say, you can still say boy. You say adolescent boy. <laughs> uh, the one that mine is absolutely got hard on for was Knights of the Old Republic. Um, oh yeah, I never played this game, but I remember seeing some of the cutscenes from this game, and it looked fucking epic. So I will probably be picking this up once I get a PS5. Uh, Uncharted. Uh, is get a remaster Legacy of the Thieves, uh, Gran Turismo Seven. So yeah, a lot of good things on PlayStation. PlayStation, um, as always, I feel like I, I feel like Sony have stepped up their game since they've left E three. Like I feel like their press conferences and their reveals have just been absolutely top notch and have just been killing the game. Marvin sounded like you want to say something. No, I was I wasn't sorry, I was I was sniffing. Right. Sorry, sorry, carry on. Cool, yeah. So um yeah, PlayStation Five I think they did an absolutely great job uh, uh to make fans of the game excited. Um and yeah, I'm looking forward to all these games. I'm looking forward to more information, more trailers, and I will definitely be checking them out and we'll talking about as they come out throughout the year. Uh so trailers, I'm gonna let T take the lead in a sense in the first one. Uh, the first trailer we're gonna talk about is the Matrix Four. Um, T, let us know about the website, the trailer, and then we'll, we'll g- give our opinions on it. Or is this one of the ones T's not here and I haven't been informed? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, what, what happened? What are you saying? I can't uh, for a I was saying, c- can you take the lead on the Matrix 4 since you actually visit the website and you did the whole red pill, blue pill, blah, 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 blah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that T's something on the website for that. Yeah. I didn't even know. I've seen, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen they've been hitting it a lot. The red pill, blue pill thing. They've they've gone back to that thing now, isn't it? And yeah. it's going to be like a quite a big theme of of the of the Matrix Four. Yeah, it seems. Yeah, it, it it was it was quite cool. We haven't really had promotion like this since like the internet was still quite a new thing, and everything had a website to go on, and every website was like interactive and. So it's kind of like a nice little throwback to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. This was actually the original website used for the first movie. What is the matrix.com? Mm-hmm. Obviously they've updated it now for this one. And um, what it is, you go on it and it's literally, it's just like a white background and there's a red pill and there's a blue pill. And depending on which one you click, it gives you like a different clip. 
So the first one, if you like, I clicked the red pill first, obviously. Um, and in that one, you get like this was before the trailer came out. Um, you'd get like little clips, little fast snippets of the movie, and you hear um, what's his name? Um, oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, something's yeah. Abdul the second, the guy playing Morpheus in this one. Oh, you hear him talking, and like there's little different clips now. This it was actually done really well because it kind of blew my mind for a second because I'm watching it and then he says something like, "Oh, you think you're you think you're living in the real world right now? You think you're just sitting in your house and it's it's ten o'clock, but that couldn't be further from the truth." And then I was like, "Oh yeah, ten o'clock." And then I looked at the time and it was ten o'clock. And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, oh, I'm I'm in the Matrix. <laughs> so then I watched it again. And like it was the same clip with like the same voiceover, but then when it came to that bit, he was like, "You think you're sitting at home right now?" And it's ten o two, and I was like, "Shit, it is ten o two! Oh my <laughs> days!" Like he knows. So, I don't He's know, probably, I they recorded it for every single minute of the day. Recorded it every yeah. minute. I, I I found out listening to another podcast that there was that the description of the website, which I think is slightly misleading, is they say that you can you go on it and you you can get one of many versions many different versions of these trailers and there's something like 18,000 different variations of the trailer so you'd think oh shit like there must be so much different footage and all that but it's not it must just be like you said they've recorded every single time that it could possibly be and then it, they're all the same, but then just when it gets to that section, the time is different. <laughs> they're just fucking with you, innit? <laughs> they're just fucking with you. So I still, I thought it was well done. Yeah, that's it, that's it. The, the, the blue pill, basically, you get a voiceover from who I'm guessing is an agent. And he's, whereas the red pill one is like convincing you of how you're in, you're, like you're in the matrix and nothing is real and it's not really 10 o'clock. When you watch this one, they have that same aspect of, referencing exactly what time it is when you watch it but it's the agent convincing you like no what you think there's more no man everything's fine just relax you're chilling at home it's 10.05 like relax man there's nothing going on like it's fine isn't it so it's still like does that time thing but it, it was from the because obviously when you take the blue pill you're meant to just continue in the matrix as if like nothing's happened so I thought that was cool um, and then they both like obviously advertised the full trailer that was coming out that week, mm -hmm. uh, which we can get to now. I'm assuming everyone's seen this trailer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, what did people think? Uh, I'll let people get into their opinions first. My body is ready. And then I'll, I will get into it. I, my body is ready. My body, like I, I, I am very skeptical about this movie, but that trailer gassed me up. It was almost like seeing the first Matrix again in terms of the hype. Um, it was See, it was a little bit weird seeing like John Wick, Keanu. I would have liked to do maybe yeah. Kai's hair, but I guess it's to show yeah. that he's aged a bit. Um, I don't he's know. supposed to be a rundown guy. So, someone's echoing, by the way. I feel uh, like it might be Big T. Is it me? I feel like it is you. Hello. Echo, echo, echo. Mm, well, we'll see. We'll see. But I was echoing now. Um, yeah, because obviously I was not hyped for this, but 
some of the action scenes that I saw, I was like, all right, you, you've, you've got my attention. Now it's one of those ones like, can you now execute? Like, that's my biggest concern. You've got my attention. I'm now actually interested in seeing this when I had no interest in it before, other than the fact that it was the Matrix. Um, yeah. I, I think it did its job for me anyway. T? Um, I feel the opposite, to be honest. I was really looking forward to this um, movie coming out. The whole idea and the concept of Neo being in the Matrix and being kept like like being fed blue pills by his therapist or whatever to essentially keep his mind like oh, passive oh, within that, the that, that his mind and stuff. Yeah, do you know what I mean, so I like all of that aspect of it. Obviously, continuing from the end of the Matrix revelations, um, he like sacrifices his body essentially to the robot, to the machines, to bring peace and end the war, basically. Um, so. It was unclear if he died or not. Yeah. It, no, um, but I think what's happened is they've gotten hold of his body and they've put him back into the Matrix, um, essentially like making it so there is a one in the Matrix, but he has no effect on the Matrix. Like he can't break it how he's been doing. There's so many possibilities, isn't it? Yeah. I'll um I'll let you guys speculate further and then I'll, I'll give I, my views I, in a minute. I thought something like that has happened, but I thought it might be a thing where Neo Neo as like like I think it could be a thing where like he put himself into that situation and and now he like he doesn't want to remember something something that happened, didn't it? I think because it could be it could be any kind of things, or I feel like there might be there might be a a different a different kind of matrix. <laughs> Like yeah, definitely. I, I feel it, like I think like they've changed. They've changed in it. They've changed the programming or something. Mm, this is definitely a new iteration of the Matrix because even visually, it looks different. Like mm. in the original trilogy, whenever they was in the Matrix, it had kind of like a green tint mm -hmm. to the to the visuals, and then when they came out of it, it was more like real world, like cold blues and earthy kind of like browns and stuff. But in this, when it was in the Matrix, like it looked more, it didn't have that green tint it looked more natural if that makes sense it had more natural colors and it looked similar to how the matrix looked at the end of the third one obviously after neo sacrificed himself to to save the matrix from agent smith who had become a virus um when the war was over we go into the matrix and you see the oracle with that little like indian girl and there's like a rainbow and it's sunny and the green tint has kind of gone and it all just looks really like nice and kind of like a paradise kind of Wasn't thing. that little Asian girl in this trailer? But like, I yeah, I, I'm, I don't know. I think that could be the same character, but then that kind of brings up more questions. Like, so do programs age? Like, I wouldn't think they did, but... Apparently, if this is the same character, they must do, you know? Mm. I thought they aged. <clears throat> yeah, Martin, what did you think of this trailer? Um, to be honest, I, I didn't see the trailer. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't trailer. see it? I didn't see the trailer, to be honest. Oh, oh no. Wow. However. Oh. Martin, why are you being a Marvin? Hey, why are you being a Marvin? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. I just so I saw that um, 
if the Asian girl grew up, I, I think that's something that actually does happen with the Matrix, where um, where you have programs such as um, Oracle and the Architect, also um, Asian. Um, the metaphors maybe maybe it could just be like they, maybe they're not so, maybe they're not actually aging though. Maybe they're just like it just reflects on how they would want the world to perceive them. In it, they're not yeah. actually aging, but they can they yeah, they're, cause, they're, they're able to to alter the reality of what they're perceived as. In it, yeah, um, I mean they they can because in the original trilogy, um, the actress that plays the Oracle died. So they had to replace the actress and they kind of just explained it off as if like, yeah, programs can appear as yeah, whatever they, they want, want really. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? yeah. But then why would she choose to appear as a little girl originally and then decide actually now I just want to, like, I don't know. It's just, maybe she's changing. No, maybe she's, maybe it's to, to show, to symbolize that she actually has changed in it. Her, her thought process mm. or, or what, or what caused that. Yeah. I, what, from what I've seen of the of the trailer, I I like the whole the whole idea that that Neo's back, that he's basically like the one again, but he's he's like kind of struggling to remember that he's the one. I get that kind of vibe from it, mm. and mm. I like the fact that um almost that 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 like Trinity's still there, she's still trying to save him. You can see because she's trying to um be like get him to remember who he is, isn't it? And I think that's mm. going to be like a, a driving force of the movie to remember, to remember who he is. Um, but I feel like there's another, there's uh, there's another deeper side plot that hasn't been shown because it doesn't. It's so far the short trailer just doesn't make enough sense for me to like get what the movie's about. But that's mm. what the Matrix has always been like, in it. It's not, it doesn't want to just tell you what the thing's about. It it wants you to to find out and discover yeah. it yourself yeah. and also uh, one thing that i'm upset about is there's there's allegedly no no morpheus no, in it, but no, we no, no, no he's not no in morpheus. it huh? his son his son apparently has replaced him yeah which okay. in the trailer it looks like there's a moment where we might see his backstory of how he came out of the matrix mm-hmm. um well if he's not because... if he's not if he's morpheus's son would he not have been just born in the matrix i mean born in zion yeah, you would have been. Well, yeah. well, it, yeah, that's true. But maybe he was Morpheus's son in the Matrix, so it wouldn't. It might not. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? This, yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Actually, that's weird. Dude, one thing I one thing I wondered as well. Do you see in the Matrix as well? Like, if you have a child that's in the Matrix, is that actually your? Would that actually be like? blood related to you yeah that's, what, that's what i was just that's what i was just thinking over because i was thinking it could they have been morpheus's would, son in the matrix but then they would have just they would have like just copied said, the mind like, of someone actually and yeah, yeah. Like, are they actually like extracting his sperm from his pod and going and like doing a, a don't breathe to someone other woman <laughs> <in another pod? laughs> and like it was like turkey basting her with some con <laughs> or like is it just like this is another because no because they grow humans in like a in a, on a like a, a, a yeah like so a they would just they would just link so up another person's mind yeah yeah they would just assign then, it and say okay hey, you're this you're is what you son. think you look like this is what your mind thinks yeah. you look like you're this but person you're not fun. actually you're not actually related but then at the same time i would have assumed that it would be morpheus and niobe's son because mm. um, the the Jada Pinkett Smith character, but then I was thinking, 
maybe Morpheus got in an entanglement with someone else. <laughs> and it could be someone else's kid. Or maybe the reason he was born in the Matrix, maybe that's the reason it is Morpheus and Naobi's son, but he's born in the Matrix. Maybe Morpheus and Naobi were looking to have some Matrix sex. Like, maybe there's some kinky <laughs> shit you can do in the Matrix that you <laughs> can't, can't do in the real world. world. Like, you can jump from skyscraper to skyscraper. Oh, yeah. You're doing bullet time while you're fucking, like, do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> oh, shit, man. Yeah. Stop trying to fuck me and fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You, think, you think you're really tired right now? You think that's air you're breathing? <laughs> Yeah, you think mm. that's my dick you're sucking right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. Uh, second trailer. <laughs> Let's move on. Second trailer. Anyway, uh, let me let me just oh, let me just more? okay. Two things I wanted to bring up. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I'm being serious again now. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Like I said, this movie has kind of made me second guess. Like I am fully, I was fully ready for this movie mm-hmm. after watching this trailer. I'm kind of concerned that um, because as as bad a rap as the sequels have, and I agree, like I don't, I think they get progressively worse. Mm. Um, but saying that, they never repeated themselves. They always came up with fresh stuff, mm. and it was always new ideas. Whereas this trailer had so many callbacks to the original movie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you guys are just retreading stuff now, yeah. which you never did in the original trilogy. Like, we get a reference straight away in the trailer to the cat, the cat that yeah. he saw when he was like, oh, deja, deja vu. vu. It, made, it even made the exact same meow sounds. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They had a reference to the white rabbit, follow the white rabbit, that yep. turns up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have Morpheus offering him the red or blue pill like in this holding out each hand mm-hmm. do you know what i mean we have hey, the liquid mirror I thought, well, this is this is what i'm this is what i'm thinking yeah i'm thinking are they purposefully doing this to show that neo has been so brainwashed that they've literally reinserted him into a into a like beta beta one version of matrix that he was already experiencing and that's going to be the plot they want to get him out of that that yeah matrix. I- I, I, I feel I like that's think, what they might do, do something like that, though. That's why they're yeah, hitting so much of think, the, the, the... Unless they're just trying to be nostalgic and just u- utilise what... But that's what I'm saying. It's a tight... It's like a tightrope. It's a, it's a balancing act. Do you know what I mean? Like, an example of someone who did it well, I'd say, is Star Wars The Force Awakens. Had a lot of callbacks to the original Star Wars trilogy and the plot of The Matrix... Uh, of um, The Force Awakens was basically the plot of A New Hope. Do you know what I mean? It was like a re... But it was done well, in my opinion. But then you have something like the Terminator franchise who was constantly like re-put out stuff, re-copied their old shit, fucked with the canon of the past films and (laughs) it's left that franchise like on its last legs, like it's fucked it up. So I'm worried whether or not I, this movie will I be able to execute Dark, it. I personally Dark Fate, though, but bad people hated on Dark Fate, but I personally liked it. I don't think I've even seen it still because oh, no. because Genesis was so bad, I was like, I, I don't even want to watch anymore. Like, Which one was Dark Fate? The one where you get Dark old, Fate is old the most grandma, recent one. Old grandma, um, Sarah Connor, who's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, you got Arnold Schwarzenegger as the old... Yeah, 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 old Terminator T one T one hundred or whatever. Yeah, yeah I, I like that one. It was alright. 
Yeah, but so I'm I'm worried as to whether or not this because it's for a new generation, are they just rehashing the first movie? Are we basically just gonna get the plot of the first movie again? Mm-hmm. Releasing Neo from the Matrix again. And like mm-hmm. it's not even done in a new, unique way. They're copying everything that I've already listed. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, you get the scene, now, yeah, yeah. You yeah, get yeah. the scene with him and Morpheus in the dojo, yeah. exactly the same. Like, there's a quick shot of Neo in one of the pods coming out of the pods. There's like a reference to, um, you know, when when Neo was being interviewed and then his mouth like disappeared. There's like a reference to that. Like, there's some businessman yeah. that Neo's talking to, and his mouth starts to disappear. Um, there's like the whole stopping no. bullets thing. You know what, and... yeah, you know what, yeah. I I think they're gonna do something mad in it. I think they're gonna do something. I hope mad they do. I hope they're gonna do like they're gonna do something mad. Like we're gonna get through barrel this movie, and you're gonna think, oh, they're just recycling recycling um Matrix One or something, and then bam, you're gonna realize yeah. that. Neo is Agent Smith and Agent Smith. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, they're, gonna, they're gonna do something fucked, and they were just gonna be I like, they "Fuck do. sake!" They're gonna, and they, they, then you're gonna be like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" That they got me. They got me. They really told. They really told me that this movie was gonna be just copy paste, but it's <laughs> not. Yeah, I hope they surprise me. I hope they do, because yeah, I hope everything we've seen has maybe just been from the first act, and then it like takes yeah. a, a, a left turn and just goes nuts. Like, I'd love for that to happen. <laughs> Um, last last thing I wanted to ask though and get you guys' opinion on it is how is Trinity back? Because she died in the third one. Did she actually die? Yeah, in the real world they're being attacked by sentinels and like all of these like metal like like spears basically spear her in her chest and she dies, do you know what I mean? And Neo's blind at this time and he's like do you know what I mean? He's like crying over her, and and she dies, bro. She dies in the third one. It could so, be so it could be so much thing. It could be so much things. Like it could be anything. This this version of the Matrix that they're in could literally just be Keanu's mind making a whole a, a whole world for himself, and these people are all part of his mind, and that's why Trinity is like. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this, the Matrix in it. You, we can't know until we actually watch the movie. That's why I'm actually kind of excited for the movie. I'm not gonna lie in it because it's just like they've got so much. So much potential that I think mm. they still got so much potential. Yeah, I still, like I said, I've still got faith in it. I hope it's good. Um, the only thing I will say is this one isn't being directed by both of them. Yes, okay. Only one of the Wachowskis has come back for this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they said they had an idea that they that they brought to the other one, but they put out a statement or something saying. Um, they've got a lot going on. Um, they've the production of all of their other projects that they've just done were back to back to back throughout for years, and they haven't had time to rest. They want to take time out and for their personal life. They don't want to return to this uh, project, which they did while they was like pre their transition. Um, they feel like they said everything they had to say in this movie and they feel like going back to it and would the be other, like... The other, the other brother or sister is just saying, yeah. money, money, money. Money! <laughs> money, 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 money. Yeah. The other one, like, again, part of the statement was funny because they were like, they came to me with a great idea, but like, obviously they went into it. And I'm thinking, the great idea was 
let's just make the film again and get paid. You know what I mean? Like everyone loved the first one. Let's make it again. And then we'll just get paid again. Cause that's all everyone does nowadays. They make yeah. remakes and just rehash everything. Yeah. Like, and then people, and then people say this is this is so it's so nostalgic. It's so new. Like, no, this is just a copy paste, mate. It's That's a copy it paste. Like, it's a cash grab. So I'm not sure if this is a cash grab or if it's a genuine like creator having a genuine idea that they thought like a story that needed to be told. Mm. I hope I hope it's that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know, man. It, it gave me. I don't know. It gave me cause for concern, but at the same time, I'm still excited for it. Like, it's the fucking Matrix. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's the Matrix. Um, next trailer, I'm not going to talk about this one too quickly. Uh, Injustice, uh, DC anime trailer. Uh, it's going to be based on the games. Um, I like the idea of the games, not that I played much of it. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see this play out. Like, mm. you know... Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited. Like, even though they kind of showed like a, cl- a brief glimpse of uh, Joker getting killed by Superman, um, I do want to see how this, like, in a sense, uh, changes the timeline, changes things. Um, and has anyone here played any of the Injustice games? No, I've seen, I've seen a couple of the clips though and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, Martin, Martin, did you watch the trailer for this one? Um. I think I did, but um, you're not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure at all. Um, but yeah, the Justice games. I play the Justice games, um, but I do know about the Injustice comic book. So okay. T, have you played any of the Injustice games? Um, yeah, I played the first one. Uh, I haven't played the second one. There was like a mobile game that was basically the same thing. I played that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read the comic. Uh, um, that was uh, with the first game. Story is good. It's basically like what the Justice League movie, what Zack Snyder kind of that took the inspiration from for his movies with the whole like Lois is the key, Lois yeah. is what can change everything. And in this movie, the Joker decides it would be funny to kill Lois Lane. Um, who's currently pregnant with Superman's child. So not only does he kill Lois Lane, he kills Superman's unborn child. Mm -hmm. And that makes Superman go nuts. He kills Joker, he kills... And then he just doesn't stop killing. He just becomes the worst. And um, yeah, and that's it. And now, I don't know if they're going to incorporate this into the the film. Mm. Uh, I can't remember if they incorporate it into the comic, but the part of the the reason, like the explanation of how all these, because it's a fighting game, isn't it? Yeah. Part of the explanation of how all these characters can fight each other is that there was, oh, what was it? I can't remember if it was like some kind of injection or like just a, like or, or like a, a, some kind of tech or something. But there was some or a virus or something. I can't remember. But there was something that the characters were taken or given that essentially powers them up to Superman strength so that that would explain why you can have someone like Captain Boomerang fighting Superman. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because essentially they were powered up to the same level. Um, So whether or not they incorporate that into the movie would be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's an interesting story and another evil Superman um and yeah I'm, I'm i'm interested to see it looks good dc are always good with the animated movies so yeah. 
should be good. Okay, that's fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so with the main movie, it was meant to watch Respect, but I didn't get a chance to watch it. Did anyone in here get to actually watch this movie? Yeah, I watched this movie. Um, I think it was a uh, it's, it's, it's a pretty nice um turn of you know Aretha Franklin's life, uh, her childhood, um, her with Martin Luther King, and you know how she um um you know, helped during the civil rights movements. Um, you know her her her, music, her struggles in music and relationships. Um, and obviously, the soundtrack is absolutely amazing because it's all her songs and um, songs that she also samples. Um, so all in all, I, th- I mean, I thought I'd give it a three-piece. Okay, that's a pretty good score. Yeah. All right, that's, that's a very nice score. All right. Sounds good. Was it, um, was it Jennifer Hudson playing Aretha Franklin? Yeah. It yes, it was. It had more was, was was her performance. Um, you had also Marlon Wayans playing. Um, oh yeah, the husband. Yeah, and his performance was pretty good because I've never seen him in comedy. So um, yeah. his performance and what he did, I was thinking to myself, that can't be Marlon because that, his mannerisms just felt different. It felt like he'd aged. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah it was a great performance from him. and Jeff Hudson as well. A very very good performance from her. Um, you could tell. I mean, I think she. she so conveyed a whole host of emotions, um, you know, what I think we frankly would have been feeling at, in those times, um, you know, whether it's going through um, her divorce, um, you know, domestic abuse, um, you know, losing, actually, no, that came out a little bit, but, but there's other stuff involved, um, which I think she portrays very well. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to try and get a chance to watch it. just... Going to like, I don't know. I, I'm not as excited as I was back in the day to go to the cinema. It's very mm. like, ugh, I've got to leave my house, such you know. So, unless it's something like really big, I'm just like, yeah, I'm very mm. mad about leaving my house right now. I know that's not a great thing to be, but that's just my attitude to it at this moment in time, which I guess kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Um. Mm. But yeah, we've covered quite a lot of things. It was good having Marvin back on the show. Hopefully, he will be back on in a couple Next more weeks. Time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we'll yeah, talk yeah. some more Pokemon and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Ev- evolution this time, not revolution. Yeah, ev- ev- <laughs> ev- evolution. Um, 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 before we call off, guys, did A1 pick up any, um, uh, any of the Shang-Chi posters that they had in the cinema? No, I didn't. I, I saw, I saw oh, some right. kids pick some up, but I was just like, I don't have anywhere like I don't have anywhere to put it up. If I had someone to put it up here mm. in my room, then I might have just done it. But yeah. I was just like, "There's no point in me grabbing a poster." Like, yeah. All right. Did you grab one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grabbed one. Um, yeah, I grabbed one. So it's like hanging up here on my wall. Yeah. What? What's the quality oh, yeah. like? Describe the poster. So the poster is. Him versus uh, his dad. I've got the ten rings just exploding towards us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like one of those like I was gonna say beam struggles. One of those struggles they did um, with the ten rings in the middle, and then some of them are just exploding out towards us. So yeah, very very good quality. Nice. So it's dope. It's dope. All right. Yeah. So that brings us to a wrap, man. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I don't know what's coming out 
in the next week. I don't think there's anything epic coming out. Mm-hmm. We've got we've got James Bond end of the month, and no. I want to say we've, I want to say we've got Eternals coming up soon as well. Um, but I will let you guys know what we got coming up. Uh, I think the- that cop cop shop movie is out. Oh yeah, that's out. No, that's that's out. It came out last week. It came out Friday. So oh, it out. It came out Friday, but um, there was already enough stuff on the dock that I didn't want to add it as well. Mm. So we'll probably be reviewing that next week. Yes, thank you for reminding okay, me. That's cool. So that'll be yes, that we'll review next week. All right, man. So thank you everyone for joining me. Uh, without further ado, right. uh, Marvin, say bye to the people. Bye to the people. Uh, Big T, say bye to the people. Bye to the people. Martin, say bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye now.